always takes a minute for it to go live, but you'll see it pop up in the corner like it just did. What is up, everybody? How you guys doing? Man, today's a, a special episode. Um, it's been this one's been in the making for a long time, and I've been so excited since the first time we met. Um, she was originally supposed to be the first uh, BSB guest I had on the podcast. Uh, it didn't work out that way, but uh, no. <laughs> I, yeah, right. But apps, listen, listen, we ended up meeting at, at, Ca at Cadwell Park this year, which what an honor. And hell, hi to Steve. Um, thank uh, you for the Steve coffee, by is, the way. He's watching. He's actually at work at the minute, so he will be watching. Well, I'm good. Sure he said he'll say hello. <laughs> yes, hello, Steve. Man, what an honor it was to to, to meet you too. And Aaron, uh, Lily, and everybody. It was uh, yeah, it absolute the best time I've ever had. And I tell people that <laughs> all the time. But but anyway, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us again on this another live podcast. And obviously, you guys already know because you see your name up in the corner right there, Lizzie Whitmore. What is up? Hello. Um not a lot really it's been very boring for you everything's finished now so i'm just sort of kicking around training having a bit of fun i've been working so much but yeah it's all all good all good and where do you work at uh i work in um I work in sainsbury's for everybody in in the uk but it's like i work in a walmart pretty much for you guys um, oh, i do okay. like overnight shift i work like in retail grocery retail um i do like overnight stuff though so what time is it so normally in the uk i'll be starting about seven o'clock and i won't finish till one o'clock in the morning usually wow. so um been there done that <laughs> yeah <laughs> no since yeah i've always worked nights like i've my first job was a night's job this is my second proper job and this is a night's job so but it leaves my day open for anything else i want to do so it's all good that's, there you go. Yeah, that's that that that's awesome. So, um, <clears throat> I want to get into all the American viewers out here. You know, so my main thing too is <clears throat> I'm trying to get. Excuse me, I'm trying to get more Americans involved in BSB. And I tell mm. everybody it's my favorite uh, race class organization in the world, out of MotoGP and all. It, it's not because, and I say it all the time, not that I think that you guys are better than everybody else, <laughs> right? Uh, that's not it at all. But <clears throat> you, you guys' structure. And, and and especially in the superbike class that has little mm. to nil electronics, right? So it's old proper school, Doug Chandler, Kevin Schwantz way back in the day before they had all Kevin that. Well, this is yeah, this yeah. was your tracks control, your engine brake, and all that good stuff, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really know a lot about superbikes. I know they have a few bits of electronics, but it's we're very much a different style, a different sort of yes. championship to anything else I know. Um, and it's not it's definitely not the same as ama from uh, over your side of the world um but yeah it's it's something else so we make for some very interesting racing i think it's it's proper mega racing is, is what it is that's probably the nicest way you could have put that yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um yeah that's Leave it at that. Yeah, it's, we make for interesting racing. Mm -hmm. I I believe the proper term would be elbows out. I think is what I'm going to call yes, it. Yes, precisely. <laughs> elbows out, feet out, head out, shoulders out. Oh God! Out. Just yeah. some of the stuff from uh, was it was it Snedderton? Yeah, Snedderton. Some of the old races from there. I'm like, you guys are insane. Like, I enjoy a good good bit of fairing bashing, but oh my god. Yeah, my class was a little bit ridiculous. I didn't actually, I mean, I think we'll probably get onto this a bit later, but I didn't actually compete in many rounds at British Superbikes this year. I sort of retired myself at the um, 
World Superbike wildcard round um, due to a lot of reasons, which, as I say, we'll probably go into them later. Um, but we always have like sort of made for interest in racing. We, we get told, we used to get told off loads for just the way that we, uh, the way that we used to race. Like it wasn't, you know, not always everybody's fault, but yeah, it, it is what it is, you know. <laughs> so nice about it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it wasn't always me doing it. Well, it wasn't ever me. Oh yeah, no, no, trust me. It's yeah, no, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next question, please. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So, Lizzie, uh, tell everybody how you actually ended up getting into two wheels at a young age like who introduced you to to motorcycles and, and how did this whole transition into uh just learning to ride into track days and into the to, to the legend you are so really i've i've always been around bikes my dad um uncle and my auntie they've had bikes it's my dad's side of the family really um always been around them dad's owned thousands of bikes over the years always there's always been a bike in the garage um, for when I was growing up. Uh, my dad used to work for BSB teams back in the day before I was even born. Um, but I played on like 50cc twist and goes when I was like six or seven, had a crash and then was like, nah, not touching that again. Um, but I actually fully started my racing journey when I was 12. Um, it was Easter 2017. Um, around that sort of time, uh, we went and watched... First of all, we went and watched a British mini bike race, which is a 140, like 140cc pit bike things. I think you guys call them pocket bikes or yep. something. Um, bikes. Little tiny mini bikes. Went and watched that and I was like, yep, yeah, I'll have a go at that. Um, but dad wanted one as well. So his theory was, like everything else I've done, because I've done God knows how many team sports. Um, his theory was, it's all right, I'll get her a bike. Um, she'll get sick of it after a few weeks and I can have it. And six years later, he's still waiting on you to get sick of it. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's still <laughs> waiting on to get his bike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this chick. He, 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 he's had. Um, there's been like two mini bike race bikes in the garage. At some point, we've both like he's raced endurance race mini bikes and stuff. So he actually did end up having his go at it. I was just closely following behind him sort of thing um because he isn't actually that bad on a pit bike i'll give that to him i've never admitted that on camera so dad if you if you heard that you didn't hear that um, <laughs> oh steve heard that trust me you hear all about it tomorrow <laughs> he's at work right now telling all his mates did you guys just hear that <laughs> yeah no he's not bad he's not bad on a pit bike um Easter 2017, we we just dabbled around doing track days from then. Um, I, I always get my dates mixed up and it really annoys my dad. Um, I, it, 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 he doesn't matter. Just say it. <laughs> a few years later, after I'd, I'd started getting some pace on my pit bikes, I'd changed, my, I'd changed pit bikes. I'd got a, gone from an IMR to a Bucci, which is, by the way, the most beautiful pit bike I've ever ridden. It's still sat in my garage. Tell you what, we sold that bike, and now we've got the same one back because I wanted it back so bad. Nice. Um, so I got a bit of pace up on that. I'd done podiums, pole positions, everything, and done the lot, adult class at 14 and all that. Um, and then I got selected for the British Talent Cup before it was all um, like bring your own bike sort of thing. 
I got selected to do uh, to do that. To just go to the selection event, not actually to do it. God no, because I'm too big for that. Um, <laughs> not like no, not adding physically. To no, no, no trust me, I understand. It. Yeah, no, 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 I completely um, understand. Yeah, I was. I felt like with my shoulders and everything, especially now. Um, I went and had to go and I had to go and ride a big bike because it's on big bike sort of thing. So I went and did a Ron Hasm race school day. Um, I did seven laps and then threw myself down craned curves on a higher bike. Um, I've got the scars on my hips to prove it. <laughs> I wrote the bike off. I wrote a helmet off. Uh, I wrote my levers off. Um, if I you're going to do it, do it right, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that was my first time on a big bike ever, and I completely wrecked it. And I, every time I see Ron Haslam, I still apologise to him. Um, after that, I can't really remember how this all sort of tumbleweeded into I'm going and doing my ACU and track days and stuff. But it did. Um, in 2019, maybe towards the end of 2018, 2019, we got a KTM uh, RC390. They used to be a cup bike in Brit. We don't know where it was. Cup here too. Yeah, that uh, RC390 yeah. cup. We, I got the display bike. Uh, that was used to take around the shows and stuff. I got the display bike from my local dealer in Market Deepin. Um, we bought that. I did my ACU on three-year-old Metzler drives in the pissing down rain, excuse my French, in literally bouncing off the walls, cats and dogs rain, um, passed my ACU and then started going racing, just club meetings and stuff. Um, at the end of that year, we actually decided to get shot on the Kawasaki oh actually hang on go back a bit so <laughs> I did my first race meeting on the KTM and I actually didn't like it that much and I said to my dad you know what can we just do Cadwell the club meeting with North Gloucester I just want to do Cadwell so I know I've done it and then we'll just sell the KTM because I don't really think I'll get on with it very well uh we went to Cadwell and then we went to the next round and then we went to the next round and then we went to the next and it just kept going um we ended up getting rid of the KTM at the end of that year, got a Yamaha, went to Spain with it, thanks to my sponsors in 2019. And then obviously, um, pandemic and whatever. Um, I think that was the order of it. God, I've done so, I've, I've completely lost all sort of track and I've hit my head so many times I can't really remember. Um, so we did whatever we could in 2020 with everything going on. Um, and I think I came third in the championship. But, and I missed it by two points, missed second by two points. And then, yes, I have got it right. Oh, that's going to be so proud. Um, <laughs> yes. 20, right, so we went, got to the end of that season. We didn't go to Spain in 2020 because obviously the borders and everything. Uh, 2021, I was going for that club's championship at North Gloucester. I was going for the Junior Supersport Cup championship. Um I was really, I was getting on with it really well, um, the Yamaha. Um, and disaster struck at round three after having a, a spark, a really good flying start of the first two rounds. Um, I had a really big accident. And it's the same accident that literally it, it hinders me through my whole life today still. Um, I dislocated my shoulder, snapped my rotator cuff, broke my humerus. Mm. and like pulled all of my muscles through my back i got severe whiplash a concussion and somewhere else somewhere else um and it now means that 
I have to, every time I ride a bike, I have to have like a physio or my arm, my shoulder actually taped into my socket so that under heavy braking, my arm doesn't go like that and just pop, pop out the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just due to that snap at the bottom. Like it doesn't hurt me moving around, but I just have to like, I have to sort of go with my arm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that all happened and pretty much almost wrote me off. Well, it wrote me off for the rest of the year, really. Um, we thought, um, I tried to go back and do two rounds after, but my arm was just so bad. I actually got medically unfit for the, for the, for the race meeting. This was on the Sunday when I'd already ridden for two days. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? Um, like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, You've already ridden for two days. You've done, yeah, I've been practicing qualifying and they go, Wait, no, you don't get to do this now? Uh, you, yeah. No, so pretty much, um, I was so upset, really. I, um, I was on Friday, Saturday and I was loving it. It was boiling hot. We were at Cadwell and I was loving it. I felt really good. Um, obviously, it was a bit achy. Um, and I just the weekend before that been to Knockhill and ridden a G6R thousand and G6R six hundred and stuff like all Wait, day. No, 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 stop, 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 stop. Hang on, hang on. You're on an RC three ninety or an R three, excuse me. Maybe thirty horsepower, maybe. No, 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 wait, wait, so thir- I think I had about. 40s. I don't know the exact okay. number. It was into the 40 horsepower. So we're going to make the math easy for me. You're on a 40 horsepower motorcycle and your shoulder's coming out, but you decide to jump on something that's 120 and 210. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the thing is, it was actually really easy to ride that G6. So I didn't, I didn't mind it. It got a bit sore. Don't get sure. Wrong, it got really right. sore, but it wasn't like, oh, I can't carry on. This is ridiculous. It was like, nah, I'm riding that bike, whether it kills me or not, sort of thing. Cause it was the, I've never, I've never ridden one since. And I, I absolutely loved it. Best bike I've ever ridden. Um, but yeah, going back to the original story line. Um, riding the week before, two weeks or weekend before, absolutely fine. Um, in the morning warm up on the Sunday, um, I came through, uh, gooseneck yeah the gooseneck and i counter steer a lot because i was trying to like um and as i pushed something like twanged in my arm and like my bars and my hand was around my bar and it went like that um i come down mansfield i couldn't move my arm like this i couldn't break so i back break and changed down and sort of had to look at my hand to make sure i was breaking and pulled myself into the pits and said to my dad, I've, I've done something to my arm. I need to go and see someone. I went down to the med center um, and they said, I don't know what your hospital told you. You need to be in a sling. You shouldn't have been able to ride. And you, this is this is like crazy. Why have they sent you away like this? So bloody, bloody, blah, did all that, recovered sort of as much as I could. And then I ended up doing a few wild cards at BSB. They didn't work out whatsoever. My bike um, kept breaking down. Um, we actually went home early from one of the race weekends that um, that year. Um, first time I've ever just not competed and just gone home halfway through a weekend. Um, obviously not very good for me. But then um, one of my friends, he went and tried to look for parts around the teams. And 
happened to ask Alan Gardner from OMG, oh, uh, Lissy needs this, oh, have you got it? Who's Lissy? Sort of thing. Um, he told Alan about it. He was like, oh, right, okay. And then at the next round at Alton Park, when we finally got the bike sorted, um, I spoke to Alan and um, he offered me to go to Spain with them in December. Nice. So, That's a, heck of a team to go to Spain with, too. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a bloody good team. I was so yeah. That year, um, that it was a really phenomenal year. I'll sort of fast forward it all because it's just so much happened. Everything around it, it's just blah, 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 all in my head. Um, I went to Spain, had a fantastic time. Um, come home from Spain, New Year started, signed my contract, released in February. Everybody was. Somewhat bad year. It was a very. Um, to be fair, last year makes this year no. This year makes last year look like a like nothing sort of thing. Um, I had a really fantastic year with them. I I learned so much. Um, I'm always going to be thankful for what they did. But it just we were sort of in two different places, so we parted ways at the end of the year. Um, yeah, I think I covered everything there. I think. <laughs> I'm so, not sure. So, so after after your little stint after the season with, with uh, OMG, um, yeah, you did it, Mount Oliver too, didn't you? No, that was this year. That was this okay. Year. Okay. Um, Tell not us quite about there, Mount yeah, Oliver. Was, okay. So it's at, it's called Oliver's Mountain Scarborough. Yeah, Oliver's um, Mount. Duh. So I was 17 last year, so I couldn't at, right because my birthday's in November. So I was 17 last year and I couldn't do it because I wasn't old enough, which is, it was a kick in the teeth. So I was trying to jump through hoops to try and get them to let me do it. And it just wasn't happening. Um, but it's, it is an actual road. People use it every single day, but it's in a national park. It's in a, like a little dog walking park, I think. Um, doesn't look like that to me, just like a racetrack to me. But um, no, it looks like a golf cart path, is what it looks right, like. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's I'm, really, I, it's I'm the road nerd here. Yeah, that's like, I'm the real roads nerd of the duo here. Like, no, Oliver's Mount looks like a golf course that you set up a couple of hay bales. Let's yeah, stop real quick, just in the sheer yeah. fact that, granted, your cars are a lot narrower than ours, so you can use a road that small. Whereas we've got trucks. Pickup trucks. Truck you put a ram on that, it ain't going on it. It won't go around. Forget it. Literally, yeah, the, yeah. the wheels are going to be like the, the, the thing, the road is going to go down the middle of the ram, and the tires are going to be on the grass, on the, on the, in the hedges yeah. on the sides of it. So yeah. let's, again, let's go with Oliver's Mount as a golf course with a racetrack in it that they used <laughs> from the golf uh, golf cart path. That's what it is. Yeah. That's, and you're on a mid course in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it isn't far off. It's a phenomenal track, really. Um, you, you say that you, you you couldn't get a ram round it. I couldn't get my Kawasaki round it the first time I rode it because oh, there's a hairpin. There's a hairpin there that um, I actually had to do a stocky around. I had to literally stop my bike, bump it on the front, and try and turn it on its front wheel. That's the one. That it, it's real hair, and it goes up on the once you finish it. It's like going up a small rise, and you go hang on, like go go right. Is that there the? Is, yeah, it's, Okay. It's a left-hander. It's a left-hander. You go through the left-hander, and then you're over Jeffrey's jumps, and then you go mm -hmm. uh, right, left, up the hill, right over, and then through the straight. Um, can't remember what it's called. And if Andy Higgs is watching, I'm actually so sorry because um, I just can't remember any of the corners. Um, 
it was so tight I had to do the stoppy thing I had to put my foot down and like scoop myself around the corner um because BSB the lock stop is just like that you have no turning circle so I got to this turning circle and I was like um I have no turning like I'm going into a field like what do I do <laughs> I panicked slammed the brakes on and just bump around the corner um to my dad like that lap and I was like we need to do something because I can't turn he's like what do you mean we can't turn I was like dad if you don't change it I'm going to go into a field we need to change it um, <laughs> after that it's absolutely fine like I'll get on with it fine because you need to sort of sweep yourself into it to turn through and yeah but it, it's it's just I'd love to have you guys come and watch because it's just Oh, trust me, it's on the it's on the list. Like, yes. obviously, the Isle of Man is always going to be on the list, but yes. I want personally, I want to hit like Oliver's Mount, Aberdeen is Aberdeen. Is that the one that's in like Aberdeen? That's the one that's right in the middle of town. Like, I want to hit that one. Like Oliver's Mount, Aberdeen, and um, what's the? It's not the Northwest. There's another Star one in the North. Bro. I don't think I don't remember that one. Yes, yeah. I, that's the one of the Iron Man that's that's even like, yeah, the the TT's great, but the Southern Hundred, it's that little one. It's like a seven mile course, but yeah. I bet yeah, you come down off sure that, that, that left tank, that that left bend yeah. at full. Mm -mm. Nope, I'm gonna certain say right like, like, y'all do it. <laughs> as a, as a, like aspiring road racer, there's certain road races that I won't touch because yeah. there's a line. Like maybe one day I will is not on my card at the minute like never yeah. never do it never. um not at the minute anyway perhaps in the future maybe when i've got a bit more experience but i'm just not at the minute not too sure the, the tt 100 percent manx whatever northwest yeah aberdare i think that was in the plans somewhere uh obviously done oliver's mount um yeah. i'm trying to think of any more i don't think the scaries runs anymore um yeah because the insurance thing yeah yeah, yeah the insurance but, thing yeah um but yeah that's it's a very it, both of the southern and everything it's very interesting very interesting uh but I, scarborough's just my mum and dad took me there after i finished my GCSEs as a reward because they knew i wanted to do it and my dad thought oh i'll bring her there and get put off of it because it's too close no it made me want to do it more oh yeah yeah so sure. i don't know what he expected but <laughs> I um I, man I, for some reason I'm showing that we're live on Facebook here, but when I go to Facebook, I don't see us live at all. Hang I don't on. know what's going on. Really? Yeah, that's why I kept looking down. I I, I can't. Hang on, man. I keep messing with it. Like, well, hold up. Well, how come we're not? To, I've got my big laptop sort of Xbox on. Yeah, I don't know. On here, I don't know what's going on either. But Ooh. whatever, we're recording. Yeah. Yeah, we're recording, so it don't matter. We'll, we'll, uh, it, it'll be out on Spotify and our heart and all that. We actually have one cool. viewer. They're probably watching it through YouTube. But yeah. usually, because I got green checks up here in my corner saying that we are live when I look at it. I noticed we'll that. It I'm like, wait a minute. but Should I go and ask my mum? Because she's probably watching it in the living room. She's literally over there. Is she watching? I think I'll go and ask. All right. I'm gonna get a like, nice little tour of my house, and I just can't really, really close to <laughs> Well, trust nice. me, it's a lot more interesting than looking at my walls. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> can you see the thing on Facebook? You can see it on Facebook. You can see it on YouTube. Okay. okay. My right. mum can see it on YouTube, but not on Facebook. Yeah, I don't. But I, I got everything's checked green on, on this app on Streamyard, but I, I don't know. Anyway, you know what? It, 
Yeah, it, it yeah. matter. Throw it out there after we get done recording it, and it's on YouTube. You can put it out there on Facebook too. Yeah, yeah. Because I can just take take the YouTube video and and put it straight out on, yeah. on Facebook and and do it that way. But yeah, I just uh, I just noticed that. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, you're fine. No, oh, you're right. I do have to ask a question. What's the story on this VFR that you're writing in your Instagram? <laughs> that thing looks it looks entertaining, but it also looks like a wheelbarrow. <laughs> God love it. I'm and I'm a VFR fan. Yeah, me too. What in God's name are you doing? <laughs> the, the whole plan was was I was going to ride that at the Barry Sheen Classic. So there's four main events at Oliver's Mount. Um, I'm going to get this wrong, and Andy's going to hit me. Um, the Spring Cup, Barry Sheen Classic, Cock of the North, and then the Gold Cup. Barry Sheen Classic is only specific machines from X year to Y year. Yeah. Um, Although the classes did get opened up, um, whatever. Uh, my dad just messaged me saying, is the podcast happening? Because I don't think he's seen it. Um, so, um, yeah, so it's from X to Y year. And we happen to have a sponsor who had Julian, who owns Jet Technical Services, who had this VFR. Um, and he said, yeah, well, I'll let her run it at the, uh, the Sheen Classic. And I was like, right, can I have a track day on it? Just because I'm the sort of person that I have to ride the bike. Yeah, I have to ride it um, to before a race, especially somewhere at Oliver's Mount. It's a big, heavy thing, whatever. Um, so we went to Snetterton and we got hindered a little bit by the rain, but I kept breaking down on it. It just it sounded like it was starving itself of fuel. I don't actually know what the what happened and what was wrong with it. Um, in the end, but we did take it to we took it to Oliver's Mount and we had a one of the worst weekends I've ever had riding. Um, it was not nobody's fault. It just the bike just wasn't there was something not quite right and we just couldn't figure it out trackside. Um, it's very interesting bike. Um, and when I actually got to ride it with full power, because the only thing I do know what was wrong with it, it was running on two cylinders rather than four. Yeah, that so, might be a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so after the weekend is over, we took it to Cadwell, running all four cylinders. And um, yeah, I threw myself off the back of it because it was like, I didn't expect it to be that fast when it was fully working. I opened the throttle down the straight and I went, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's amazing when the bike actually works. You're like, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> it was so good. Um, I'd love to have another go, but. At the end of that day at Cadwell, I absolutely destroyed the engine by accident. So um, it's just it's just the old bike really being able to cope. It's old. It happens. Like a classic bike, it happens to them. I was coming down the straight and it's clutch shift. I was using the clutch mm -hmm. to sort of baby it. Um, and I uh, clunk clutching and I had to roll to the side of the circuit it wouldn't move like it was it was completely just stuck uh, I started crying because it wasn't my bike I didn't know what to do I was like oh my god I've literally blown up this old bike what the, what the hell am I gonna do right um and um I'm trying to remember what it was so white smoke out of the pipe no 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 so the little, the little tiny nuts that adjust cylinders or something, mm -hmm. or the air gaps, one of them came out and got stuck between the piston. So obviously it's come out. Bang! Drop the valve. 
Uh, Dropped a valve. Just, that was it. And that's out of the cards now for a long time. If it makes you feel any better, my brand new BMW S1000 single R did that at 2,400 miles. It's not you. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Man, 2,400 miles. miles. Yeah, that thing's like not even broke. That's in. just out the door. That's done a step. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, it was that. It. It. I'm on the way to work. That's why I asked if it was white smoke out of a pipe. I'm doing. 40 miles an hour getting on to one of the like the ring roads going into where I was working at the time. Grab the clutch, coast over to the side, white smoke. I'm like, what the hell? Put it I on the stand. I didn't see any white smoke because obviously it was behind me and I yeah, hadn't sure. stopped freaking out for long enough to be able to figure out that something might be coming out of the exhaust pipe. So yeah. I don't think there was any white smoke. But either way, I came in and I literally, I had to stand at the face of my sponsor and say, I am so sorry. Not that he, he obviously did mind, but he didn't mind because it was, you know. It's one um, of those things you're, you're playing with what looks like a 95 VFR 750. Like, you're going to beat the pit. It, it's going to happen. I can't remember <laughs> what year it actually is. It was, it's a bloody, it's a really good bike. I did yeah. really enjoy riding it. Um very very nice very nice i didn't expect it to be so sort of grunty not forgiving sometimes it, you could you could feel like the the way i was riding it the front end couldn't keep up and i kept feel like my front was like dipping dipping away um which is still something i'd really like to figure out and some, i'd like to be able to ride it again so that i can figure it out properly sort of and really that, get to yeah. grips with it because yeah, it, it was lovely. I, I really, I really did love it. It was good. They sound good. really good too. They sound oh, yeah. really good on, yeah, on, on solid. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The V4 and that wine it, it produces. Yeah. It, it, it's it's like my RC51, but it's a twin, yeah. right? It's it's got that wine, the gear driven cams. So you get mm -hmm. that. Yeah. It's uh, it's proper, dude. Daniel, dude, twenty four hundred miles, bro. What? So uh, this is what I figured. This is what I found out. Because luckily, I was working at a BMW car dealership at the time. And for at the time, if you had a BMW Welt like employee number, if you worked for BMW in some capacity, you got any BMW vehicle minus Rolls Royce at employee cost. Nice. Cool. I'm, I'm in the market for a new motorcycle. Guess what? I'm, I walk in to the dealership and I go, that one. It was a red S1000 single R. I've still got it. It's, I coach on it, blah, blah, blah. But literally, I'm riding to work. That situation happens. I call my dad because I don't have a tra the trailer handy. So I'm like, hey, can you come pick me up? He's like, yeah, I'll be in a minute. Throw it on the bike. He t I go to work. He takes the bike to the dealership. Mickey, who is my Ducati guy, who was the, it was the BMW Ducati dealer, and he was the service manager at the time. They get it off the trailer. They roll it up. He pulls up on the, um, on the shift lever. He goes, yep, that's a motor. Rolls in, parks it. I walk in, and they go, this guy's beating the piss out of this bike. He's uh, bouncing it off the rev limiter. He's abused this thing. They plug it up to the computer. They go, no, this guy actually knows what he's halfway doing. Okay, <laughs> warranty's going to cover this. Because the motor, because the way that they do the motors from BMW, it all comes in one big thing. So it's all in one car. Motor, spark plugs, everything, transmission, everything. It's full of fluids. Everything's ready to go. You just pull the old one out and put the new one in. So come to find out. So one of my really good friends, Adam, is the guy that did the motor swap for me. He comes in. I'm walking in. He goes, hey, you want to see what actually happened? I'm like, hell yeah. I want to see a blown up motor. This is always cool. So he goes, look down in there. The 
valve, the valve on on one of the exhaust uh, ports on cylinder four is hanging down in the bottom. So I'm like, what? And he goes, so this happened to about 15 bikes worldwide. The valve keeper didn't get put in right. So it worked its way out, drops the valve, punches a hole in the water jacket and hydro locks the bike. So, and the fact that makes me feel sick. Oh, don't. BMW covered it. Granted, it took them a while to get a motor. There was only like two in the States. But like, yeah, they covered it. I'm with Lizzie, dude. I feel sick to my stomach, bro. If that happened to me, my brand new bike. I feel feel exactly like I've just blown the VFR up all over again. (laughs) Who cares? It wasn't my fault. It wasn't anybody's fault, but whoever put it together. I don't care. Can you see? My face has gone just. Yeah, I can. Again, it's one of those things. It's like, look. Shit happens, like yeah, yeah. you know, it happens. It like I mean, it's it's not nearly as bad as some of the other stuff that I've had to deal with in cars. Okay, <laughs> so like, it, there's there's been some instances that like warranties that affect, or uh, you know, uh, recalls that affect uh, five hundred thousand vehicles and not just twelve. Yeah. So mm-hmm. whatever, you know. So it's like again, I got it back in a, like about a month, month and a half later with a brand new motor. So it's like, all right, cool. I get to go break this thing in again, and it's been running great ever since. You know, I've, that's again, I coach on it and I ride it on the street every once in a while. So, who cares? I ain't worried about it. Yeah. I, 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 if I blow the SV up, then I'm going to be crying because I <laughs> I don't have five grand to spend on an SV motor. <laughs> right, hey, Lizzie, have, have you ever raced the SV650? No, I've ridden the SV650. I rode my friends um, for a few laps at Mallory Park. Um, the problem was it was just I was fourteen and just so tiny, so tiny. Yeah. Um, hadn't probably never probably never set foot in a gym just yet because I didn't really. Um, I'll fully admit when I was just started, I didn't really take it very sort of. I do all the racing, take all the racing seriously. Did all my social media, but I just wouldn't go to the gym. So, um, but yeah, I have ridden one. Uh, it was fantastic. I loved it. I did love it. it um, I want to get another one to be fair. I want to get one. Excuse me, as an actual race bike to race. If but... you have questions, I follow you on Instagram now. Ask any questions. Holler at me. Yeah. I can put. I will either have the answer or I can get it for you real quick. Yeah, or I can send you to the people. Yeah. Or I can send you to the people that know it over there. Yeah. Like, I've got so, to be fair that in the road racing community, the most what make up the mini twin class is all. Oh SVs. yeah, that's so, what I'm. That I'm super twins on SV. Yeah, Super Twins, SV650, um, uh, sorry, Mini Twins, all SV650s or uh, the Kawasaki, I think it's ER. Yeah, the ER. We can't race them here. We, we don't race the ERs here just because of rules and um, scarcity of motorcycles, in all honesty, because the ER didn't Is it take not off. the emissions? I thought it was the emissions or something. No, no, no. Emissions, no. emissions over here. Well, the, the, so the rules for the Moto America Twins Cup you can't put an older motor in a newer frame. Yeah. So the, the newer, the newer Ninja 650 motors aren't nearly as good because the the EU5 emissions regulations that are over there that they've brought over here, and the frame is a lot softer. And it's just it's not as good a track bike as it is over More there because you get to use the older motorcycle and yeah. base it off like the 2009 or 12 to 12 bike or whatever, yeah. whereas here we can't do that because 
just the way the rules are and the way everything's homologated. We've had one or two guys try and run it, but it's just not. And honestly, for Twins Cup here in the States, the SV is not competitive anymore either. It's all crazy big money R7s and yeah. even big yeah. well, huge money RS660s and bigger money R7s. So that's what it is. No, it's fair. We don't have, we don't really have only just start sort of BSB have only just announced they're bringing in this uh, sport bike cup. So we haven't yeah. really, we haven't seen any races uh, yet. It's so, like literally, it, it will turn, it turns into super bike light. That's what it turned out, turned yeah. into over it, here. Over here. Yeah. Like yeah, it's, there's twins cups that's got like 80 grand in it, I'm sure. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, no, no bullshit, Lizzie. So yeah. It's there's it's, a there's a kid that raced Twins Cup this year that was turning lap times at places like Road Atlanta and Barber, especially at Road Atlanta. He was on a built RS six sixty that he would have been on the toward the middle front of the grid in stock thousand. Wow. Yeah. Like he was, there's two or three guys that were flat out, like literally at, at Brands Hatch, these things are going to be hilarious. Alton is going to be really fun. I think they're going to be ballistic everywhere, to be fair. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. think they're just going to be mad. I can't even imagine riding one at Silverstone or Thruxton. Or... Silverstone is going to be a, like Silverstone, the, uh, what's the little track where they do like 30 laps of? The International Circuit, is that what it is? Uh, no, the national is the national one. Yeah, the national, national the national circuit for to, for that sport bike up is going to be that's going to be NASCAR on two wheels. <laughs> it's going to get bad. We don't run a British Superbikes. We don't run the, a big circuit. We only yeah. do the little one. Yeah. Um, I I really wish I could do the international circuit because it's just so. Oh, I've I've played it on MotoGP F122 and, yeah. and Ride Four. Yeah, right. Yep. Oh, no, it's not on Ride 4. Oh, no, it's not. You're right. It's not. No, it's, it's not. on MotoGP. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Which is weird because the same people that do the MotoGP game do the World Superbike and Ride, but whatever. Yeah, yeah it's confusing. So, but to be honest, I haven't, I haven't played Ride in a long time. I've seen the new one come out, yeah, and I'm, I might after I Christmas yet. when it comes out on the, like, the after Christmas deals. Yeah. Um, Sometimes on Xbox, they decide they're going to do after Christmas deals or something, but. Brand yeah, Hatch Indy is going to be dumb. With those things, <laughs> Brand we, do, we, do, we do the we do the full circuit for, um, but I mean right. clubs. I think club circuits do indie sometimes. Um, okay. Yeah, no, they do the. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of wrong. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 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 No, they, that that track be, would be, it's gonna be a good show. stupid. It's gonna be a good yeah, show. It yeah, it is. It's, it's, speaking of uh, play, obviously you have an Xbox, right? Obviously you said that. I, I got I got a yeah. PlayStation. Well, we'll have to uh, change gamer tags and, and get on there and, and race together sometime for sure. I'll be Definitely. You, mate. I don't. I. I don't play racing games as much. I was. I was thinking about this earlier, and I was like, "What if he asked me about like what do I if I have an Xbox and play?" So what do you play? In? Well, what do you play? <laughs> so, so I do. I do dabble in, but my friends who play racing games, they just take it like way too seriously, and it yeah. just like, I lose all enjoyment of it, and I'm yeah. like. I'm playing it just to have a bit of fun. And don't get me wrong, I'll go on there and go and do Cadwell and I'll go on the British tracks and I'll take it a bit seriously. Right. But I don't go on there and start screaming and throwing my controller yeah. around. I'm I'm into like, I'm really into some game that my boyfriend's got me into as well. Um, Ark Survival Ascended. I, I don't know why I've started playing it. I've just got really into it. But I do play, I play uh, F1. Um, I do have Ride on here. I do play it sometimes. I've got Rocket League and I do all sorts of stuff. I'm I'm an all sorts gamer. I do everything. Yeah. Um, but I do enjoy my F1 racing and sometimes 
bike racing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I, I have a good friend that's actually the Moto uh, E uh, world champion, Jack Hammersley. Jack um, Hammersley, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Man, what a brilliant lad, man. I can't wait to get no, on there yeah. and play. But I honestly, wish, Lizzie, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous, man, because he's a world champ, and I suck, dude. So I already <laughs> know. I don't, I don't really know Jack personally. I, I know – I think I've met his mum because she does the media Dawn. for one of the teams. Dawn, yeah. yeah. Um, but I've seen I saw Jack win it and I was just like, that's that's fair play. That's it really is. good. That's proper, yeah. Um, especially how the season went for him and he came back at the end. It was yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, stuff. it was brilliant. It it's was unreal. It's, it's unreal that we can do sort of stuff like that nowadays. I mean, I remember in COVID when they did the virtual MotoGP races and stuff, but no, it's just that's just crazy out of the yeah. whole world he's the best one at gaming sort of thing. That, straight up yeah like the world that's it that's 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 proper right that's yeah. pro yeah that's, that's, so now when i text him uh on on whatsapp obviously i'm always like what's up champ like you know what i'm saying yeah, <laughs> like, what's up champ yeah i'll, I'll say this i've been number one on leaderboards and ride four a few times but that's just like goofiness i'm running like supermotos and like the, the little monster and stuff but not the yeah. big bikes it's like yeah, 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 yeah whatever but it's like all right yeah, cool right. hey i missed that show but it is what it is well I, I thought i was fast and i was like you know what I, yeah I, I'm, I'm whooping this computer's ass i'm gonna take it online no yeah. no no, no. no. <laughs> I'm not even close i was like you know what i'm coming back offline and i'm going back to play moto three i'm, I'm <laughs> gonna start to feel good about myself again yeah it's good stuff so uh Lizzie, obviously, uh, what's the plans for 2024? Um, sorry, I just need to let my dog back out of my bed. No, you're excited good. to join us. Um, go on, Milo. Thank you. Right, I'll sit back down again. Um, <laughs> gosh. right. Um, 2024. Uh, we've got we've got plans. Um, everything's a bit. I've had offers and as such, um, but we're just sort of working out what's sort of best and going forward. We, I've had offers. That's all I can really say. It's okay. Um, I hey, will, look, I will you're be around. Me. <laughs> you're doing better than me. It's good. We, we will be around. We will be around. We, we're good. hopefully going to have a better year than we did this year because this year was something else. Yeah. It happens. It does, it, yeah. it, and, and everybody. But hey, everybody, you've got plans, and you get to talk about it next year. So that's there it. you go. Yeah, like that's yeah. everybody's excited. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, know I, am. I am too. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be good stuff. So, what's your favorite racetrack? Oh, ooh. road road racing or track racing? Both. Yeah, it is. <laughs> she said that's you not fair. Completely fair. You get to do both. You know what we don't get to do? Race on the roads legally. Yeah. Okay. Right. yeah. <laughs> um, so I've got one track and I've got one road. That's perfect. One road. So my favorite track, race track, is Thruxton. It will always be Thruxton. It will never change. Um, my favorite road track, which I think actually might be my favorite track ever, is Oliver's Mount. Has to be because it's just, and it's not even like um, just the track itself. It's just the community there. Yeah. It's so friendly. Because um, I, I, when I left BSB, I had no intention of ever sort of. I just wanted to stay out of the way of everybody. I didn't really like 
mixed in with anybody. I just sort of kept myself to myself. And I didn't always like that because I'm very friendly. I'll talk to anybody sort of thing. Um, went to Oliver's Mount and I, I never had to leave my awning to go and see anybody. Everyone came and saw me. Racers, everyone. Um, officials, photographers, marshals. If they weren't messaging me, if they were on a post somewhere, they were actually in my awning talking to me. Um, and yeah, you got the odd few at BSB, but it was just such a nice, friendly feeling to sit there at Oliver's Mount and have people actually come over, riders come over. I mean, my last round at Oliver's Mount, I shared an awning with Mark Goodens. I've been looking up to Mark Goodens for years. Nice. Um, me and him used to share a, ma- a leather manufacturer when I just started racing. He was like, oh, I really want to be like Mark. And then next, next thing you know, I'm literally sat next to him our bikes are next to each other we're sharing an awning we're sharing like a living space for the weekend and it just it was like i don't understand what's going on right now right at all sort of thing um i just the the whole community at Rhodes is just lovely i love everybody there they're like my little family I can't wait. It's I, brilliant. It, it's on my bucket list. My, uh, I, I got a mate that actually races there too, Joey Thompson. Did you, did you run oh, into yeah, him out there? Joey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I haven't spoke to Joey very much, but his dad, brilliant. I love his yeah. dad a bit. Yeah. And, yeah, his, and his dogs. I like his dogs. Yeah, of course. Right. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves dogs, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, do you read books, Lizzie? Oh, yeah. Thousands. So, what book are you currently reading right now? So, I'm actually I've got three on the go. <laughs> I love it. Sounds like me. Yeah. Two. Sorry, I've got two. So, at the minute, I've got I'm reading a book that my partner got for my birthday. Um, I got Jeremy Clarkson's Diddley Squat Farm, the book. Um, and I've got the divergent series i've started that um i go through a lot i've got loads of books in there all of them i've read but can't can't actually um can't heart it to part with them because uh, i just love having them there it's like nice, nice decorations as well but yeah i've got uh divergent my like fiction and then my non-fiction is jeremy clarkson's diddly squat farm that one that one looks entertaining i don't i, I have yeah. to get through i've got to get through some other stuff before i can get to stuff like to that one it, yeah. it's not actually with me i don't think i think i've left it at jordan's um because i'm like i just sort of i just read whenever like i'll probably go before i go to bed have a little bit of a read through my divergent and stuff but as you should yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, of yeah for sure yeah. i i don't physically read those the audiobooks i find myself that if i do read lizzie i'm like yeah, i'm out right i'm reading the yeah, back of my really- eyelids that's what I read though, is because it just okay. relaxes. Yeah, it does. It, it relaxes. It, it does. Yeah. I, I'm actually uh, re- reading, uh, well, listening to Tom Shatterly. Uh, he's one of the guys in Black Hawk Down. One of the guys right. that went in there and, and saved, you know, went in there during during that battle of Mogadishu and all that, all that stuff. Mm. Um, of course, I yeah. got all of Guy Martin's books. Read every well, listened to every single Guy Martin, uh, Shaky Burn, uh, all of them. Michael Michael so- Dunlop. Every year, right, for Christmas, I think I bought my dad an autobiography from somebody racing-wise. Um, I've actually ran out of books to get him. Oh, John so, Hopkins. John Hopkins. Trust me. You noticed me and Daniel said that. Same. Listening. I don't know if we've got that one. I think I've, I think he's already got it. Well, you're gonna have if to he does it, it, that's what he needs to get. Yeah, it's, right. that book I'll go and is, look and I'll 
collection. Nuts. Um, Crazy. If he's not already got it. I think I did get him it last year. Did I get him it last year or did he get him it for his birthday? I got another one is uh Boris Mahalovic. Uh he he's a good mate of mine. He has a podcast called Moto PG, him, Fredo, and, and Tugs. I, I we actually had all, all of them on. Um and at Boris has some books and he actually sent me all of his books and one of them is on audio. Um I have to I have to I'll pull it up and, and tell you the name. Um but they're really good. It it's a different type of read, but it's an yeah. epic read, right? Well, all, all I had, like when I was at secondary school, they made a big thing of reading at secondary school. So uh, you had to read like a certain amount of pages a week. And every time I had a book, if I finished a book, the next book I'd go on to was another like, oh, yeah, my mum just come through the door. We've already got uh, Levered by John Hopkins. Okay. Um, so so if, does it have to be racing related? Does, it, does, the, book, does your, the book for the gift, does it have to be racing related? No, not. I don't think I've always given him a racing related one. Uh, I've given, I've got him Jamie Whitham. I think actually he already bought that. He's got Jamie Whitham, which I've read twice. Um, which is really ironic because Jamie's one of my um, one good mate of mine now, which is yeah. crazy. Listen, I'm a huge fan of Jamie Whitham. I, I, I met I him out him there too. at Cadwell, and he, dude, yeah. I asked him to come on the podcast, Lizzie, and he's like, absolutely, to email his. Uh, his his writer school, I, I, th I think is yeah. what it is, right? Cool. And, yeah, but yeah, yeah. When I got on there, the website was being redone, so I haven't checked back yeah. on there. I'm actually going to shoot I'll, an email. I'll, I'll message you the relevant contacts. I'll message okay. them and see if – or I can get in contact with Jamie myself, and I'll just ask you. Yeah, I've got a podcast to do that wants to podcast with you. Um, but I've, I've read Jamie twice. I've got all of Guy Martin's ones. He's got his lops. He's got yeah, Dunlop. He's, he's got yeah. Shaky. He's got yeah. – John Hopkins, obviously, um, and then he does. He has a lot of. I think he's got a Ricky Hatton book. He's got loads of comedians books. Um, has he, does he have any of the Anthony Bourdain stuff? No. Kitchen Confidential. So. Don't ask questions. Just get it. Kitchen <laughs> Confidential by Anthony I Bourdain. I, have, I haven't even read that. Don't ask questions. Do not pass go to collect two hundred dollars. Really? <laughs> that book is amazing. His, Kitchen Confessions. He likes, Confidential. Um, he likes Burt Kreischer and Joe Rogan yeah. and and all of those. But I don't know if Burt or Joe have books. Uh, so Joey Diaz does. Yeah. Joey Diaz called Tremendous. Yeah. I, I just got it. I haven't started it yet. Joey Diaz Tremendous. If there's anything like what that man has said on, on any show, <laughs> that book's going to be bananas. Yeah. Like Joey, D Joey Diaz one. We listen whenever we've been racing before. We listen to all sorts of podcasts. Like my dad got me into like podcasts as a whole, but the first thing I ever listened to was um, one of the ones where it was Joey Diaz, Joe Rogan, uh, Bert Kreischer, and yeah, that, oh, it's Silver and October or something. Yeah, and they all got absolutely smashed. Yeah, and it was the funniest thing I've ever listened to. One of the funniest. <laughs> I've got yeah. another one for you you need to listen to. This is a comedian. This is a comedy one. It's called Are You Garbage? I haven't even yeah, heard that. Yeah, I've seen that one. Oh, Chris, dude, this yeah. is – so it's two – and they call themselves this. It's two Philadelphia goombas, right? So they literally – they bring in comedians or they'll have just – like they call it the family show. 
they literally what the, they just sit there and they ask the comedians questions like how'd you get started which is this that and the other thing blah 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 and it's like they literally just ask them so how many suits do you own you know that like, like random um, stuff yeah. just random questions and they go through and some of it some of the stuff is really yeah the one that they did, maybe my dad would be into so dad if you're listening get on that podcast are you got um, the one with the one with the comedian named miss pat that one I listened to back to back. It ended and I just started again. I was sitting there eating dinner at like Chipotle or something. And I was laughing so hard. I had people coming up to me asking me if I was okay. <laughs> I literally, I'm in a public place bent over like crying. I'm laughing so hard at this. Like that one, like just, are you garbage? Just if that, that show is. Oh my god, it's so funny. There's two of the two I listen to, there's obviously Chasing the Racing. Sometimes that mm-hmm. has been the I love that one. Oh, that was great. I love that I listen, one. I've been on that one as well. I, I was on it, okay. um, I think I was episode 79 or something. Yep, no, you that were. was Tommy Bridewell's. Bit, bit further back, uh, me and Katie handed it. Um, that one sometimes, I mean, the, the, the most recent episode with Tommy Bridewell, oh my god. I was, was I haven't listened to that one yet. When I'm at work, I'm allowed to listen to music when the store closes after nine o'clock. I put my earphones in and I was listening to it last night and I actually had to stop working because I was like so much. Yeah. But the other one I listened to is by um a radio DJ called Jordan North and mm-hmm. um et- an etiquette expert called William Hansen. It's called Help I Sexted My Boss and it is so funny. <laughs> oh Honestly, god, that's fun. That's it's, awesome. It's it's pretty much um, I hope I get a, I'm plugging them, so I hope that maybe somebody who listens to your podcast also listens to theirs. Um, they pretty much get people to send in like dilemmas that they've had and what they should do to solve the dilemma. Because mm-hmm. obviously you get Jordan, who's from Burnley and is like, oh, hey, the lads and stuff like that. And then you've got William, who's very prim and proper and knows the proper way to do things. And they just oh, counteract no. each other so well. <laughs> um, but then obviously I've got you guys I have. Um, I've got... Thank you for that. <laughs> what an honor, Lizzie. Yes, what an honor. That's what I was going to ask. Next question. What about this? Yeah, what about us? <laughs> yeah, I do, have you, I do have yours as well. Um, I've got to apologize. I was going to wear my, my uh, pin the gas t-shirt. It's in the wash. It's okay. <laughs> it's wet. I it's couldn't okay. wear it. Fine. It's okay. Um, I've got blue on, so that's sort of, you know. Um, oh, well. You guys on there, and I found another one. I can't remember what it's called. I literally listened to the first episode last night. Um, it's a load of scousers interview people that aren't scouts, and it's just that it's just the person being interviewed going, What did you say? Sorry, yeah, all the time because they can't understand a word they're saying. It's kind of like listening to Guy Martin, right? You're like, Wait, what? What, what did you just say? I adore that man, but it's just like, What? Stop for a minute. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> when he's on telly and he's doing interviews, I think he just speak like they i swear to god they wind it up so that he goes quicker because when you speak to him in person he's very actually he's quite he's quite calm he's very nice he's really nice i've I've got got one of his i was one of the first guys here in the states to snag one of his uh agv replica helmets so it's like i'm like because i was was literally it was the agv course and i saw it i'm on the phone with my agv rep because i was working at a dealership at the time like the second these come available I'm sending you money, like literally. Um, yeah. My first helmet when my uh, my dad before I started racing, way before I started racing, um, me and my my dad used to have me as a pillion rider on his mm-hmm. all of his bikes, and I had 
get all the gear and stuff. And my dad bought me a Bumblebee replica helmet. Guy Martin one. I've still yep. got it. It obviously doesn't fit me anymore. Uh, I've still got it to this day. Um, I don't actually get along with AGV as, as a fit because my head's a weird shape. So yeah. I'm really I'm really gutted as I've got older. They just don't fit my head anymore. Otherwise, yeah. I'd have them all the time. What do you um, currently wear now? So I'm loyal to my HJC because um, they're just so comfortable. I got um, an HJC. They, they really... It's a, it's a difficult one because I got put onto it by my friend Ben, who unfortunately passed away in 2020. I haven't looked back. Um, the service I got from the guys at Oxford Products who do the servicing on my helmets, they're just second to none. Like Their customer service is amazing. I get my helmets, my HJC through Oxford. Um, I have an off. Where have I You've got a one in and a le- I'm looking at your Instagram now. You've got a one in and R for 11. Yep. I've I got got, this, is, this is my crashed off for 11 from 2022 proper hey look so, you, again if you're gonna do it do it right <laughs> yeah this is the this is the biggest crash well no second biggest crash i've ever had it was genuinely scary um i've never actually been scared of an aftermath of a crash right um and it's very it's very interesting so hmm. It, yeah, it wasn't yeah. good. So I pretty much I high sided. I was eighth in qualifying. It was wet. It was, and you know me, I don't. I'm not one of them top level riders just yet. I say yet. Um, you get there. Get in the gym. You'll get there. <laughs> yeah, I went to the gym today. I've been. Had a girl. Today. I'm getting proper. I'm getting proper back into it after the season. Had a girl. Yeah, I'm. I'm sort of mid pack towards the back usually, and it was raining, and I'm like. This is my sort of track condition, sort of thing. So I went out, second lap, eighth, uh, crossed the line. Um, and then I went into the first corner going, I've gone a bit too hot. So tried to compensate for it and just sort of break a little bit, not a lot, just to sort of try and carry a speed through, open the throttle again. And next thing I know, I'm all the way sideways and I can see rich energy down the side of my bike. And I'm like, Oh no! Oh, this isn't going to end well. Yeah. And then I'm pretty much backward handspringing through the down the tarmac. I never hit gravel until I stopped moving. Uh, I smacked my head about four times. Um, I was literally just ragdolling, head feet, head feet, head feet down the track. Landed back first in the gravel. My airbag suit was like this, so I was turtled and I couldn't breathe because it was that tight. So. I was like panicking and started scrambling for my thing, but I can't feel anything other than my handlebars in my gloves. Like I can't do anything else other than handlebars. So straight panic. For my thing, <laughs> straight to panic mode when I couldn't yep. breathe. And these marshals come over. I can see them like over the top of my helmet. Like you're right, you're right. And I'm like, like this, and they can't what? understand. <laughs> and this other woman just comes over. She kneels down and goes like that. And she went, "Is that better, darling?" I said. Oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> See, like, I hear that story, and my brain goes, "Obviously, you've never been to Singapore." Right, right, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, my I couldn't feel my feet at first, and I was like, really sort of, what have I done? Like, this is serious, sort of thing, because my neck was doing all sorts of stuff. Um, I was like, I can't actually feel my feet, and then they were like, "What do you know? Do you know where you are? Do you know what's going on?" I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." And then. She started trying to take my boot off. I was like, don't touch my foot, please. Um, 
it was I don't want to show off my slippers, but I'm wearing nice slippers. This is my <laughs> Nice <laughs> She killed Chewbacca for those. Like, yeah, what right. Like, um, uh, or did you adopt them? Did you adopt those slippers? Yeah, <laughs> because apparently that's the new thing. You can adopt a Highland Scottish cow now. <laughs> um, a lot of people are calling me a Highland cow at the minute because I've just had my hair dyed and pierced my nose. Oh no. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, my I pretty much heavy strain heavy sprained my ankle, and um, yeah, they were trying to get my boots off to see if my ankle was like in my boot um took me to the med center and didn't find a concussion at first and then um they let me leave after getting all my levers off and i crutched myself back to the hospitality unit i sat down and about 45 minutes past me in five minutes i was literally just sat there pale blank someone brought me water pulled up a chair and sat next to me i didn't notice i was just completely gone Dad was like, yeah, okay. And I was like, yeah, I feel sick. And then James Ellison, bless his heart, ran to the med centre. They got me an ambulance. I went back to the med centre and they said I had a concussion. And I was like, yeah, that sort of makes a bit of sense. I mean, right. if I grab that again. Um, I met James when he was racing AMA here for a year. Yeah, James is lovely. His partner as yeah. well uh, sponsors me. Let's get all the dust off. God, it's dusty. Um, you can see sort of like this bit. Yeah, you smacked the piss out of that. Oh my god, it's it's cracked. Like it, all of this, this isn't like this is paint. All the white is just paint coming away. But all of that is that's a dent. That's flat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you um, smacked the hell out. This came off. This actually came off, and I pressed it back on. Um, with hope that it was going to make it look a little bit better, but it actually, in reality, made it look a little bit worse. Not gonna, it, it's um, not going to help anything. <laughs> it's, that home is way far gone now. Um, oh, yeah. That was my season over, second to last round. That was it last year. Um, my, my ankle made a perfect recovery as well. I was, I was quite lucky because my physio actually said to me, you might find that now, if you're trying to run long distances that you can't because your ankles start twinging but i'm absolutely fine come run my weird off a strain, whatever but yeah it was it was weird because it was it was almost like a on the x-rays they initially said like a fracture because it looked like the muscle had pulled away a fleck of bone from the knobbly bit of my ankle yeah um it's just the angle they did it at um but it was a very heavy sprain i had bruising and swelling for weeks like my oh yeah it, like, yeah wreck. yeah they're like almost worse than a break Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. My, it, when I did my shoulder, all of the muscle damage was hurt worse than just the break on, mm -hmm. on its own. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah so, uh, Lizzie, favorite music? What are you listening to? Oh God, that's the worst question. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, right? It's it's a mix of things. I don't think I've got Spotify here to, to show it. I don't think it's logged in because otherwise I can just tell you exactly what I use or what I listen to. I have What's your favorite? Music? I use so. <sighs> I'm quite. I'm into everything. I don't have a favorite. I'm really boring. I, I, I listen to everything um, too. Yeah, I'm not logged in on here. This is my new Xbox. Um, I like Eminem. Do you like Eminem? I love um, Eminem. Who don't? Right? Yeah. I like sort of Dizzy Rascal and 
that sort of stuff. But I also like Monks and Sons and Kings of Leon, Oasis. Yeah. My favourite band is the Arctic Monkeys. Nice. Oh, no, I'm not wearing it. I'm wearing yeah. my team hoodie. I thought I was wearing my Arctic Monkeys hoodie. I actually got to see them in concert this year. Um, oh, cool. It was my first, my first ever concert. I, I bet that was proper, band. wasn't it? Yeah. It was so good. And the best thing about it was we went to my partner's hometown, home city. He lives in, he lives in Coventry. Well, from Coventry. Um, I got to see my favourite band. At, um, and they played my favourite song first on the set list. And I was, because I'm a little bit of a geek, I had to look for what they're going to play first. Right. And I was like, right, they should play this song, this song, this song, and then that'll play. And it went straight away. And I was like, I have my life. And then the rest <laughs> of the concert was just me sat there like, I've used all my energy up on the first song. Um, yeah, Arctic Monkeys, um, Foo Fighters, um, Chilies, um, Red, yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Muse. Um, um, Nirvana. Nirvana, yeah. Nirvana. All those are um, on my list. Yeah, I, I watched a video the other day of the Chili, Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer. Um, yeah, Flea? No, not Flea. No, um, no, yeah, um, uh, yes. Yeah. Chad Palmer? Um, think, uh, Chad something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he played a um, 30 Seconds to Mars song. I've and seen that just, bit. Have you seen that? It's I've seen so that. Good. Uh, he, have you seen Jared Leto reacting to that? Yes, I've seen it. It was I saw the video right after it. It's just amazing. But yeah, I'm into all that sort of. My dad brought me up on all that. Foo Fighters is what was my thing. Yeah. Um, mum got me on like Eagles and Mumford and Sons. Sort of mum and dad were both Mumford and Sons. Kings of Leon, but yeah, all sorts. But I do like, I do like rap. I do like normal sort of music i say normal like pop music yeah i, like that. I mean my spotify rap was all over the place this year i don't know if you, you guys get spotify rap don't you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. mine was I've, all over the place i've been on young Dolph here lately that's who i've been listening to a lot of oh, you know, uh, young girl. Dolph girl Dolph is that dude Dolph got killed but what what uh, a couple years ago? But what separated Dolph from any other rapper out there is he did it all on his own. He didn't have no yeah. record deals. He mm-hmm. turned down a twenty two million dollar record deal just to stay what? independent. Yes, Lizzie. That kind of deal. Like this is because I live in Nashville. I'm surrounded by the music business. Yeah, yeah. 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 Literally surrounded by it. Yeah. Like, but so they give you that deal. That's to make the product that they're going to sell that you might make money on on the back end. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, but and that $22 million deal might lock you in for four albums. Yeah. So, yeah. it's also, I can see, okay, wow, that's a big paycheck right off the top. You still got to pay tax on it. Yeah. You yeah. still got to make albums, but that's all you've got to make your product with. Yeah. And then you the get that money, theater, but you've got to spend it all immediately on actually yeah. making your own music. You don't get a salary just yet until you. Then the only way you're going to make money on that is touring and merch sales you're not going to make any money on that because you're not making any money on streams so it's yeah. it is what it is so yeah. no i completely I understand stay independent yeah. Keep, yeah. mess with it yeah but he, he's good he's good so uh, i have another question i want to ask you and i ask everybody this uh celebrity crush i don't pay attention to people enough no honestly no, yeah, no. I, as people I look up to, there's not. I don't have a celebrity crush. Okay, okay. Not really? Who's your favorite road racer? 
Oh, oh, they're all friends with me. <laughs> I know. Listen, Lizzie, I get asked that question too, and I tell you about man, I'm friends with all of them. They're all my favorite, right? But uh, th th let me ask you this: Valentina Rossi or Mark Marquez? I'll always be the goat, but my favorite road racer, my friend Dom. Yep, probably Dom. one of my heroes. Honestly, one of the the nicest, most genuine blokes. We've stayed up till gone gone midnight just chatting absolute waz about all sorts of things. He's helped me so much. Um, he's the strongest guy I know. He's so I've got so much time for Dom. So so much respect for him. He just ah oh, loving to bits. Don Hobertson, right? Yeah, yeah. Dom Hobertson, yeah. yeah, yeah you should yeah. get he does he does the chasing the racing. I know he does. Listen, I would love to. I tried to get up. I I looked for him at Cadwell, but he he wasn't there because he was actually he was, was away. He yeah, he yes. Was, um, the the Isle of Man wasn't he? Yeah, uh, yes. yes. Um, my calendar. Yes, um, I would love to get Dom on the podcast. I'm yeah, a huge I'll, fan of him. He's he's just amazing. He's like my little like my coach, life coach. Yeah, so uh, uh, a buddy of mine actually here in America was like, "Man, you ever heard of this group called Chasing the Racing?" When when I first started getting into podcasting, right? And I was chasing like, the racing. Yeah, I was like, chasing "No, dude," but I'm, yeah, chasing the racing. And then obviously, I, I become this huge fan, obviously, of Chrissy and um, uh, and Dom, and uh, you know the the, the yeah. tragic event. So when I was at Cadwell, um, actually, I got a, a Chrissy Rouse hat. So I, I had one pin to gas podcast that I had made just to go to Cadwell Park to wear. It was the only one in the world, right? So I'm walking to the paddock, and I meet this guy, Steven. I walk up to him, and I was like, hey, man, where'd you get that Chrissy Rouse hat at? Because I, I wanted to buy one. He's like, I ordered it offline, blah, blah, blah. I, I said, okay, thanks, mate. I turn around and walk away. He comes back up to me, and he takes the hat off, and he gives it to me. So I take my pin to gas hat off, and I give it to him, right? Yeah. So he traded hats right then and there, and it was just – uh all the love that I felt from everybody over there. That's how my whole yeah. weekend went. It was, uh, it was magical, but was, I've been huge fans of them ever since. Yeah. I was really lucky. I got to, I actually know Dom, knew, knew Dom first before I knew Chrissy. Um, and I didn't know Chrissy awfully well, but I spent a lot of time with him um, through 2020, maybe 2021. I went flat tracking together. I'm friends with his sister. I'm quite, close knit with Dom most of the time. Um and I actually have the first ever chasing the racing hat. I was at a flat tracking event with Chrissy. Um he sort of invited me but didn't invite me. Right. Um he was going to uh, Pete Boast to test it out and he was like, oh you should come along. So we went and um I said oh are you selling those hats yet? I'll, I'll buy one when they come out and he said just have this one. And turns out that was the first ever. I know where, awesome. I know where it is. I wore it to the gym over here. Hang on. I probably have it on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, chasing yeah. the race. There it is. There it is. Chasing oh. the racing. But yeah, I didn't I didn't wear it for a while after uh, we lost Christy because I thought yeah. maybe I should try and keep it a bit. I was like, no, I've, I then wore it everywhere, everywhere I've yep. been racing, and I will wear it everywhere I go. Because, right. um, yeah, it was. That one really hit me hard. I'd, I'd already lost yeah. Ben a few years ago, and yeah. um, my uncle was really unwell before, just before we lost him. So it was like everything was. It always down, happens that way. Yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't good. I mean, I, it was the same weekend I did my ankle, um, but I'm just I'm really lucky to have spent 
time I did with him and have yeah. the memories. I mean, we've got Scarborough memories from where before I even raced there. Um, this story's been around the block so many times, but we were at Scarborough, I was watching Dom, and they were doing podcasts. So Chrissy was there and Dom's girlfriend and all of our friends, like we had DC racing friends and everything. And um, I went away to have my dinner. It was about eight o'clock at night. Went away to have my dinner. I'd just been partying with them. And they were heading back down to the paddock. Now, the campsite and the paddock are like that. Like, there's a big walkway. You've got to walk all the way down the stairs. The stairs are like this. It's just... But it's all covered by woods. Um, and Chrissy had a drone, camera drone, and accidentally flew it into a tree. <laughs> so Dom, a tree hugger or whatever he does, um, climbed the tree up the tree and we're trying to get it and Chrissy went um don't worry about the drone excuse my French fuck the drone off and just get down we just worry about getting down safely safely yeah and Dom just went Chrissy it's a bit too late for that now mate and I was so lucky I, I just caught I just got there because Lauren his, her, um, Dom's girlfriend rang me and said you need to come see this Dom is up a tree I dropped my fork my bowl everything and I ran got there and I I got to see that moment and it was just it was so funny. Brilliant. Chris, he was That's hilarious. Best ever. He was so funny. Had his, he had his like pure like out of the box moments where it was just like I didn't expect you to say that sort of thing. <laughs> right. Um yeah he was he's brilliant. Those two together. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah they made a, a a great dynamic and I'm so glad that actually uh uh Chrissy's sister uh man I can't remember her name. Um Grace grace that's it and uh dom actually uh kept it going yeah, yeah. it's it's a brilliant it's it, it just so on like admirable is that the word it is. yeah know. yeah it's um it's so admirable just she's just been so like it's almost like it never happened like that sounds really awful yeah. but no, she's just gone yeah. about everything so yeah. amazingly done everything just right and it's just so i just i'm so proud of her yeah me too just be, being being friends with her as well it's like i've i've seen her she works hard behind the scenes really hard um went to a bennett's um car, guest karting day and i was one of the the riders there um and she just works so hard for everything she does it's just fantastic everything yeah. she, she's just so knowledgeable about all the things that it's all come from chrissy as well it's just amazing yeah, yeah dom says she's amazing. the backbone of it for sure oh yeah 100 yeah, percent. Without, without being horrible to dom if grace wasn't there doing it it just dom would have <laughs> no idea whether it's recording or not and <laughs> he said, is this microphone on <laughs> yeah it's such a, they're such a good team together I'm, I'm so glad that they decided to keep going it's yeah. it's really great it's really great it is it is it, yeah it's magnificent it's one of my favorite podcasts for sure yeah, absolutely definitely. i look forward to listening to 100 percent. yeah it is uh favorite movie lizzie oh um i do have a favorite but it's really hard to pick one um I'm all right top three. top three top oh, three top in. three fantastic yeah, top three. um lilo and stitch full metal jacket and Really hard because it's like well, I have you. You've got a really wide berth, like wide, like gamut here. I'm yeah, waiting right. to finish this off because you went from 
Because you went from cute, adorable, wonderful Disney animated movie to Arlie Ermy not acting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, this is really hard. I've got so many. I love. Oh, I love my movies. I love Disney. I just. I like military because my um my granddad is in the military. I went to go in the military. I was in the army cadets. My partner's in the forces. Um, great granddad military. But me and my dad. I remember the first time I watched Full Metal Jacket with my dad. I watched it. I was about eight, maybe. Um. Saying this, but yeah, I was about eight maybe, and we watched Full Metal Jacket. I absolutely loved it. And I thought it was hilarious. Um, I watched it to the point where Vincent D'Onofrio kills himself, and I'm like, all right, I'm good. I don't need any more of this movie. Oh, just he didn't, let me, he didn't I, let me watch that bit. He didn't let me watch uh, that bit. Until I was but no, it's like just the Arlie Ermy stuff. Like I just, I, I could care less. I don't. I, the movie's phenomenal, but it's like I get done with him, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna do something else now. I've got what I need out of it. <laughs> um, I do. I do like. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, that movie's so good. Have you I've read the book? book as well. I've read oh, the book. Yeah, my dad, my dad got me that for my um, when I passed my GCSEs as well. Um, I think the books are better than the movies anyway. Oh, 100 percent. The yeah. only the only place where I don't agree with that is Twilight. I've read the Twilight books and I've watched the films. And I like okay. the films better. Okay. okay. Um, that's a bit of a weird one for me. I haven't. I don't. Now I've grown up a bit. I don't really like either of them. So. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of problems with those books. Yeah. <laughs> Once you, up, you look at you. Are we sure? Are we sure about this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do. I do like like comedy movies. I'm into all the army movies, like Saving Private Ryan, uh, yeah. Fury. Yeah. Um, I just finally watched that movie for the first time the other day. Fury. Well, Fury. Finally, yeah. yeah. Finally watched it all the way through. My granddad was a commander in a chief. Oh, okay, cool. So it was like, and I've actually, I've sat in one of his tanks. So they live down in Devon, and in Devon, um, was actually is actually a tank museum. It's Bovington mm -hmm. Tank Museum, which is where the tank regiment in the British Army is based now. Um, and they have all the old tanks. So two of my granddad's tanks are actually in that museum. Oh, and that's they awesome. Have, the first one uh, that is intact is um, it's sitting in a massive warehouse, and you can go and on certain days. It's you can go in this tank the next day. It's this tank the next day, and we got to go in his one of his tanks. That's awesome. And I sat in his seat. Um, the second one was his other tank, and we were just walking through this museum. It was the mechanics bit, and walking through this museum. And Grandad's looking at the. He's just standing there looking up, and reading this red plate over and over again. And Mum goes, "What's the matter?" He said, "They've cut my tank in half." Oh no! <laughs> it's it's suspended in the air, but you walk underneath it, and they've got mannequins sat all in there. But you can see all in the uh, engine, all the yeah. mechanisms and everything. Oh, that's it's cool! Really, really cool. Yeah. He was just sat. He just stood there and went. He cut my tank. I'm into all that stuff. I like I like my Disney, Toy Story, Stitch, um, yeah, like Mary Disney Poppins, too. all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I used to be a Harry Potter geek. I still am a little bit. Yeah, I like it. Um, you don't get Lord of the him. Rings. I never got into Lord of the Rings. I do like no, Harry Potter, though. Not Lord yeah, of the Rings. Yeah. I don't like, really like The Hobbit. I'm not a massive yeah, fan of that. No, but Harry no. Potter, fantastic. Yeah, like um, what about Star Wars? Oh, I love Star Wars. Yes, me too. I'm a Star Wars nerd. Star Wars. Um, girl. My dad, when they ha used to have the old wax figurine things, they used mm -hmm. to get, like, say, he's got the Millennium Falcon. He's got a trooper. He's got the big dog thing. He's got the the 
mini dog thing, the little two-legged one. He's got the Darth Vader thing. It's all in a box somewhere stored around in our house, all the figures and everything. We got them out when we moved from our big house to this one. Um, no, sorry, the one in between that. Um, and yeah, he's he loved it. He got me into that. Um, I really want the Lego Millennium Falcon. So, Father Christmas, you if you're watching, please get me the Lego Millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We got. I, I bought my someone. Was it last year for Christmas? And then my dad went out and bought the the big that thousand eight hundred dollar one. Man, that thing is yeah. Because there's two, isn't there? There's huge. a big. There's a massive one, and it's, there's that little Lizzie, tiny one. It is huge. It's so I've got an original. I've got an original Millennium Falcon playset from 1980. Oh, that's dude, that's the one my dad got. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've got loads of that stuff. I mean, my dad got me into it, and I sort of go through phases of like geeking onto it, and then I'm like, mm. then you move away from it, yeah. you get but, back yeah, from it, you, you, you always come back in it. Yeah, I think I've got four Star Wars games on my Xbox. So I've got I, I want to get the new game, one, yes, I want to get Starfield, the new Jedi game, Jedi Starfield, and then Battlefield 2. Yep. So, they're, they're supposed to be um, coming out with a new uh, Star Wars open world game. That's coming out next yeah, year. Yeah, I've seen yep. that. It's next year. Yep. Next year. Oh, Did you see the Grand Theft Auto trailer? I was literally going to say that. I can't wait <laughs> I for that went, game. I bet it went crazy over there because I, I was at work and my mate Two. was like, oh my God, oh my God, they've dropped it, they've dropped it. I'm like, what the fuck are you on about? Hang on. Um, He's like, yeah, they, they've dropped the GTA trailer because somebody leaked it. Yeah, somebody leaked it. They've released it. It's 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 still a year and a half. It's coming out in twenty five. Yeah, it's coming out in twenty five. But it's gonna be proper. It's back in Vice City. Really so you can't, it's back Vice in Vice City, City or Miami, Vice whichever. Absolute, absolute favorite. favorite. Mine too. It's, but, I played Vice City when it was on the PlayStation Two. I've got my PlayStation Two or my dad's. Sorry, PlayStation Two under my bed. I used to play Vice City on the PlayStation Two. I played um, the Getaway. Uh, burnout. Oh, the giveaways were great. They were great games. Yeah. I didn't even get 15 minutes into it and gave up because I was like, I don't understand what I'm meant to do. These controls are so out of everything. Yeah. I just put it down. I was like, nah, I'm not touching that. The one that they did, the one that they did where they did it in London, where it was like they literally set the map up. It was as photorealistic and as real as you can get yeah. for the technology at the time in London. Mm. Like you could literally go and get an address and go find it in the game. Yeah. That game was wild. Was. That game yeah. was so much fun. No, I'm, I'm excited for the GTA. I think there's going to be a lot of interesting things about it. Like, you, you know how you won't be able to tell like Vice City, the original from actual, because it's just so much better. Yeah. I yeah. won't get lost. I'll know exactly where I am, but it's going to be, it's it's gonna be, be a, really interesting. A lot more stuff in it, yeah. 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 I can't and it looks like you can do street takeovers like, like on dirt bikes and stuff, so I'm all for that. I know. <laughs> yeah. I really do that. need to keep, like, you know on GTA 5 you can go on and you can do, like, online races. Yeah. And oh, 100% they're going to keep that. I they, really love that. They're it's making so, so much money off GTA 5 online. You it's think they're going to screw anything up with that? No. Uh, God's green earth. Yeah. <laughs> they make so much money off that. It yeah. made me laugh how, like, last year they brought out the free version of GTA and it literally is just GTA Online. Like, yeah. if they don't do it with this one, then they're going to miss out again. I oh, agree. no, they'll do it. Yeah. Rockstar will do it after six months in, they'll do the free version. And it's, yeah. Yeah. Trust me. Those people know how to do two things make really, in, like, really in depth games and make a whole lot of money off of them. Facts. <laughs> That is a fact, 110. Yeah. Oh, 
Now, I just remembered as well, another podcast I listen to is BT's podcast. Me, of course, I've been, right? I've been on that for three or four so, times. So, l- listen, uh, uh, is it, do you listen to his Gypsy Tales or the one he does with his buddy called Sorry We're Cancelled? I do. I listen to Tales from a Gemini. Sometimes the other one gets, like, because I put my podcast on shuffle. So, I'll listen to uh, Chasing the Racer and then next it will be maybe your guy and the next one will be BT and the next one would be help us out to my boss and then yeah. it'll all just everything is just completely like yeah. mixed in but I do the no, same. I've been on BT's a few times now and yeah. actually I got to meet BT at um at Silverstone I think we were talking about this earlier yeah I got to meet him at Silverstone we've I've done two two podcasts with him so far and it was it was all like a oh one day we'll see each other in America and actually one day we actually saw each other at Silverstone yeah. um yeah, no. So I've met you and I've met BT, which is cool. It's proper. Yeah, and, and I'll be back for sure. Uh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna come we need back to coordinate and... that. We need to coordinate because I'm I'm down. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm need definitely get, I need coming to get back. you over for track days because BT yep. wants to come and do oh, track day with me. One hundred percent. I am all the way in. I will bring all Campbell, of my gear. Come to, if you come to Cadwell, you'll be in my homeland because I live like 45 minutes away from Cadwell. You already know where I'm coming, Lizzie. I, it's, Cadwell yeah. for sure. Cadwell yeah. terrifies me, but I'm in. Yeah. Like, it's, that, a, it's a weird one. It's a really weird one. When I actually rode there for the first time, I hated it. Did ne- I never wanted to come back. I got through the weekend and was like, I never want to leave. Yeah. It's just, it's actually, it's so thin. It's it so is. thin compared to all the tracks. Like, you can't race cars around there anymore because they're so like massive yeah um can't race cars around anymore so it's just really sort of bikes all the time i mean you can get the little buggy things around there um i've watched a rally or two around there um but cadwell's just it's another animal if you're fast at cadwell you're fast everywhere yeah um so much for me i'm fat i can get fast at cadwell and then the rest of the places i'm just doing a little bit of work but um i'll get there I'll get, yes, you'll get it. You will. You you will. One hundred ten percent. You'll get there. That's proper. Yeah, Cadwell is my favorite track out of any racetrack in the world. I like that Magello, Phillip Island. But man, what I love about Cadwell, about anything else, is is obviously it's the mountain jump, right? But it's also the history yeah. of the track, right? The, the farmer so dad. Weird, like, it is so how everything got started. Everything it's, played it's, out. It, it's, it's yeah, so, it's crazy. And the track itself actually doesn't look anything like it used to. No. Um. The old track is actually up, you know. So, you know, you see, look up the mountain. If you imagine if you were stood looking up the mountain, the track was actually behind you, literally like 40 foot behind you, where all the walking paths are. Yeah, saw an old map of it a few years ago. Um, and it's just phenomenal, it's changed so much. Um, but it's really, it's really cool. And I love how they've kept the house, even though yeah, it's falling down from the inside out. I know. Um, but yeah, it's it's a phenomenal track. It's it's different. You can't go there to prepare for anything else. It's just Cadwell. That's it. That's its own world. Sort it of is. Thing. You, I mean, you can go to like Silverstone to prepare for, or Donington to prepare for Silverstone, sort of, but not really. Or you can go to Alton and prepare for whatever. But you can't go anywhere to prepare for Cadwell because it's just blows your mind. It's amazing. It it oh. was. Uh, I, I remember I, I showed up on. See, I got there. I left Monday in the United States, showed up on Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, I got up, um, I met some uh, 
Malcolm and Malcolm, he he takes pictures out there all the time. He's a good Malcolm Short, yeah. Malcolm Shorter, yeah, Malcolm yeah. Shoot, yeah. shout out to him and his wife and yeah, and Paul. Yep, his buddy Paul. So anyway, they carried me around. We went there Wednesday and showed me. And I was like, the first place I wanted to go was straight to the mountains. I want to go straight to go see this mountain. I've been mm-hmm. fantasizing seeing forever, right? And uh, yeah, it blew my mind because there's actually a track day going on. Um, yeah, they they will hold stuff Wednesday. like that up yep. until like right till the very yep. limit, like until the Thursday night. Yep. On the Wednesday, everyone has to be out. It just it's crazy. It, like that was crazy to me when awesome. I was doing BSD. It's amazing, it, but it, when you see the like the Superbike guys go over that mountain, like the first time once they get in the rhythm, like Josh Brooks and all them, I was like, holy shit! Like it's intense. It's really intense. It's, but you, you just don't understand how you do it. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen on two wheels besides the Iron Man <laughs> TT. It is. That's what I tell everybody. It's just the most beautiful thing yeah. I've ever laid my eyes on in the world. Not not, not taking away from my wife or anything. I'm talking about as far as motorcycles and all that, right? It's the most, yeah. It's incredibly unique. It's incredibly unique. And I think because it's unique, it's, it's like, I don't know, it's just, oh, I miss Cadwell. I haven't ridden a bike. <laughs> Me too. I miss, I miss it. Cadwell. I want to be back now. I wish I was like Dorothy. I could just tap my heels. I want to go home. I want to go back to Cadwell. I want to go back to Cadwell. Again, we'll, we'll, we will coordinate this. And if there, if there is a track day possible, yeah. uh, if you find me, if you can get me a mini twin I, that somebody doesn't mind me riding, I'll go 60% just so I can ride that thing. I will bring my gear. I don't care. <laughs> I will run. We'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. We've got Cadwell, plenty, we'll definitely... time. plenty of time. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Yes, we do. We definitely got plenty of time. It's yeah, man. Listen, we've been going at this for an hour and 30 minutes. It only seems yeah. like it's been 20 minutes. I could keep going. I, I know, me too, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I absolutely I can, but I actually got to go back to work. Um I my, my my job actually, Lizzie lets me take off and come home and do the podcast and, and go back, but I got to oh. stay and work late to make up the time. So, and I'm I, I mean, on I, call. yeah, right? <laughs> He's like, I'm on call. Uh, yeah, I mean, I honestly, I got like another 15 minutes where we can go at it. Um, and then I got a truck delivery coming up. Uh, my dad, I do have one thing I have to correct from the last show we did. Okay, I got got my I got jumped on this one. I got a message three days later after we did it. Honda does pay contingency on the CBR 300, 500, and 600. Oh. I got yelled at. You got jumped <laughs> by that, huh? I got oh, jumped. But it's like, okay, so because I said last time when we had Giacomo on, they only pay on the CBR 1000 and the Grom. I was wrong. They pay on the 300, the 500, and the 600 CBRs. So there, I corrected myself. Okay. So you're in trouble no more. Yeah. I mean, well, eh. <laughs> it's a constant. Thing. It's like it's just how deep of in the pool am I of being in trouble? Right. It's like I'm not in the deep. I'm not. I'm like I'm midway in between the shallow end and the deep end now. Right. Hey, <laughs> so, Lizzie, what do you think about Mark Marquez on this Ducati? Yeah. Oh, just another world. This something's going to hit the fan next year. Um, Peko's in trouble. I think. Yeah. Me really, too. really is. Yeah. Um, it was. It, I didn't actually get to watch much of the testing because I was looking after my little dog um, when he was in zoomies mode but no i did i did catch some of it and it's just it's going to be a good year next year by the looks of it really really is yeah um, go ahead Daniel. that look that smile and that when he got off and he was talking to his new mechanic and his new head engineer mm-hmm. i was like oh it's gonna be bad yeah. let's watch let's wait till malaysia yeah because 
people are going to start bringing st stuff that they're going to use for the beginning of the year. We'll see upgrades. how that test goes. Yeah, yeah. And we all know Maverick Dinales is the testing champion, the winter champion of all time. Yes, he is. Yeah. So, so this, this, because he was first coming, I'm like, okay, Captain Saturday is back. But like, <laughs> let's just see, let's see what Marquez does in Malaysia, because that one, because yeah. that track is very good to a Ducati, yeah. <laughs> very good to a Ducati. So, it's like, also, it's very interesting. Like, I, I'm a Aprilia fan in and out. Like, the team is my favorite team because Alicia is my favorite rider. Mm -hmm. Um. Which also, by the way, was fantastic to actually see my favourite rider win at my home GP. At my right. home GP. I have to ask my dad. I was absolutely screaming the grandstand down. We sat on the straight. Uh, we I screamed the grandstand down. It was the best scene ever. But I'd like to see what might happen to the Aprilias. Yeah. Well, we do like, have a new team for the Aprilia satellite team too. Yeah, the satellite team. That's, I was going to say that. Um, it's going to be interesting to see, like, like how the Ducati, the two Ducati teams, um, they're sort of dicing it up, but will the two Aprilia teams? That makes sense in my head, but I don't know if it makes sense in my head. You're right. So I had this conversation. Chris and I were talking about this yesterday. So, or yeah, yesterday. So the team that is running that Aprilia is an offshoot of a NASCAR team. See, look at that. There you go. I love him. I love him so much. <laughs> so it's a it's another branch of a NASCAR team. Right. And so I told Chris, I was like, as long as they don't go over there and act like they know what they're doing mm. and don't not listen. Yeah. Okay. So granted, the where they're at, where they're based in the team like everyone hears NASCAR. God love all of you. You when the English hear NASCAR, they turn their noses up. I get yeah, it, a little bit. Yeah. but, but they can make aerodynamically, they can make that car go faster around a racetrack than a Formula One car. It's never going to go around a corner faster. It's not going to happen, but you get three of them together. No, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. get three yeah. of them together. The, the Formula One car ain't touching it. Mm -mm. No, I hate NASCAR. I hate NASCAR. I hate NASCAR. The engineering behind the, what these guys are doing, the amount of cheating that they do, and the shit that they come up with. Like, they had a guy on the Dale Earnhardt Jr. podcast. They were like, so how did, so what were, What can you tell us now? So he goes, you remember how, so he's, I can't remember the guy who it was, whoever just retired. And he goes, you remember how they had the sniffer going around and making sure everything was kind of sealed up? They had figured out how to get the intake manifold sitting straight on the top of the motor, right? But as soon as they pulled full throttle, they had the t front bolts loosened up, and it would do this. More air is going directly, and you can't That's check it. That's cheeky. That's cheeky. That is cheeky. Uh, granted, the technology in Formula 1 is wonderful. The CNC machines that they're using at NASCAR are just as good, if not better, as Formula 1. And their fabricators can make anything out of anything in North Carolina. So it's I'm like... Gonna lie, right? The, first, it's the, be fun. the closest you could get me to NASCAR is cars, the movie. Yeah. yeah. Look, it's as close as you could get me because I just don't. I like Formula One. But I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of NASCAR, but I definitely appreciate all of the stuff that they have to go through to make these things competitive. Yeah. Like yeah. back in the 80s, they were running to drop weight. They would put um, ball bearings 
in the tubes of the front, in the chassis tubes, right? So they'd be going through, they'd go through one or two laps and they just start opening it a little bit and they're dropping like ball bearings out of the back and they're dropping 200, 300 pounds off the car in the middle of the race. That's crazy. So they're in like fuel line. There was a guy back in like smoky unit that three fourths of the rule book is because of this guy. <laughs> he dropped the fuel tank out of the race car, drove it to tech. They looked at it and said, that's not going to work. He goes, fine. There's 10 things wrong. Make it 11. Started the car. No fuel tank in it. Drove it back to the trailer, parked it. And sat there for a minute. It had an extra seven feet of fuel line that were two inches in diameter. It held an extra four gallons of gas. Nice. Oh my god. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, That's like, crazy. Yeah. Shit, and it's awesome. I love all that. Like having nitrous bottles sitting in the front seat. They'd sit there and turn the nitrous on, and they had to stop doing that because they started putting uh, cameras and doing in-car camera stuff, and you can't really turn a nitrous bottle camera yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, they got to no. They would have a wrench under the seat. They'd be driving. They'd wow. reach into the seat and hit the button down here in the floorboard. Like it just That's again, crazy. if nobody, it's cooler to do this. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Way cooler to do that, right? Down here because they've got the bottle itself welded into the frame rail. Yeah. So it's just the again, the the machining and the team if they can make it and if Pilly will let them work on the bike themselves. It could be it could be very entertaining to see what they can come up with, and it gives an opportunity for an American writer to come in, even though Joe Roberts screwed the pooch and not going to Aprilia when he should have. But anyway, I love Joe Roberts. Listen, I, listen. He is one of my favorite writers. But I like he Joe went to all trends and he should have gone to the Aprilia team. But listen, it's like it's like even if you played basketball, any type of basketball, Michael Jordan says, "I want you to play for Chicago Bulls." You say, "Fucking right, I'm coming to play for Chicago Bulls." Yeah. Right? I mean, you don't you don't say, "No, nah, I think I'm gonna stay down here and and, and on my college team." No, no, no. you 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 yeah, go. Th- right? This is what I've said. Right? Is if God forbid some factory team at BSB came along and was like. Here you go. Here's a ride. You can have it for free. Just come and ride my bike for a bit. And I was like, I'd be like, yeah, no problem. I'll do it. Yep. Even if it's a stock six, I'll do it. Not one Who cares? I'll just do it. You wouldn't say no to that, would you? No. You but no. it's again, there's probably a lot of other things going on in the background that we don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because so, Joe, I, I chatted with him briefly when he first showed up in the professional American side. Seems to be an incredibly intelligent guy. And mm. Super nice, super nice kid. When I talked to him in the paddock at Barber, but you know who knows? But yeah, yeah. he really knows. You're right. Yeah, I think it was a mistake. But you know, 2024 is going to be good in all years. BSB. I mean, there's a lot of movement in BSB. Obviously, Tommy going to Honda and carrying the number one plate to Honda instead yeah. of uh, you know PBM. PBM retained um, er, uh, Glenn. So. Who's their second rider? Have they announced uh, that yet? No, they haven't announced it. Yet. Not I, yet. I, no, not not yet. Um, and then of course, and the thing is, is there's no guesses. I don't have a, an idea of who it would be. I'm very sort of. You I know who is it? Just this is just something that popped into my head, and this could be wildly conjectures, and it's only because I know he hasn't been announced. Nobody's announced anything on this guy yet either. Chavi Forez might be available. Yeah, Chavi Forehead's I yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard any news on him either. No, I haven't heard anything out of him. I haven't heard anything about what's going on over here for Supersport for that particular team. Yeah, I don't either. Because it doesn't they they're not acting like they want to put another superbike on the grid. 
Yeah. So he might be available. And I don't care. That guy is fast. And he's raced over there before. He raced over there on a Honda yeah. in 2019. So yeah. and that bike was it. We're we're gonna leave that alone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna dog I'm not gonna dog like talk bad about a manufacturer on here. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be very interesting to see who they do bring in if they decide to bring one in at all. Yeah. Because uh, they might just decide, you know what, we'll run just the one this year if we haven't, if, we, if there's no else easier. available. But I don't, I don't see there being, I don't see why they shouldn't bring a second one in unless it's just costs of, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, it's, everything's going to be very interesting this year. I think it's going to be, sorry, next year, it's not quite that yet. It's, um, it, yeah, it's next year. You, it's it's still next year for another couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get Christmas out of the way first, and then it's yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. So. My guess. Yeah, look, look, so so uh, obviously uh, obviously we we it, it did connect to Facebook here because I'm I'm getting some Facebook like Jack Jack Hammersley. What is up, champ? Oh Yeah, he says my guess would be Rory Skinner. Right, Rory Skinner would. That's would a good be guess. Good. Yeah, That's a really good guess. Mm, yeah. 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 Daryl Powell, what is up, mate? How you doing, bro? Roy Skinner, it him. will be. So, hmm. Daryl oh, Powell. actually, yeah. 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 So, y'all got to come up with names. Because I, I, I watch BSB when I can catch it. But, you know. BSB's proper. Yeah, dude, you know, because you know what chaps my ass about American MotoGP <laughs> team, man, is that it's 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 how are you gonna have an American Moto Two team and then uh, boot SDK out right and then and, and then Marcus Ramirez comes in which he's doing good don't yeah. don't, don't get me wrong right um and, and then what's the real deal with what really happened with Roy Skinner and in, in the American team like nothing yeah, was really said nobody or, knows nobody knows yeah he's quick. Like he had, he was a two year deal, and they cut him loose quick. Like, yeah, yeah. And again, this it, it's it's a weird that whole team. Like, as much as I'm for it, and they've gotten they had Cam on the bike for two years, and poor Cam just because the bikes are so much different than learning how to ride a superbike to a Moto Two bike because they're so different. And Joe, luckily for Joe Roberts, luckily got off a. Of, got away from it before he started riding Superbike and he jumped on it after winning stock 600 and had some funding and there he went. But like, that's just weird because they, because SDK dropped down onto the MV. They've got Joe back on the bike. SDK doesn't, nobody knows what's going on with him. Yeah. I just, anything. I don't know. No, we'll, for me either. Yeah. We'll find out in a couple of weeks, but mm-hmm. you know, but Rory yeah. Skinner on the on that PBM V4 would be it'd be interesting. It would be entertaining. I'll say mm. that. It'd be but, I'll tell you what it would be. It would be nice to see him back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very mm-hmm. nice to see him back. You know, he, I, he does deserve a seat after I mean, the stuff he went through just to after he won he won the British was it the British Talent Cup? He won the British mm-hmm. Talent Cup and he didn't get a seat. Yeah fight for a seat yep. and that isn't usually how it goes it was it put his time cup or was it rebel rookies i can't remember i think it was he the won red the rookies won the championship and there was that was it he didn't get an offer and it was like are you crazy like the stuff that he's just done and you're not gonna not gonna bother i mean i it might not have happened there might have been offers but 
it was just, he was consistently trying to fight for a seat, like trying to find somebody to ride for, and it was it was unreal. Couldn't believe it. And the year before, he actually went to Moto Two and BSB. He had a brilliant season. Mm. Rory Skinner yeah. did. It's it's all it, luckily because of the geographic location. It's a lot easier for an English rider to go over to Europe because it's not nearly as the logistic issue. There might be some paperwork you got to deal with now, but <laughs> other than yeah. that, but like, that's a dumb American joke, but, um, yeah. but you know, it's like, you can go over there, you can do what you need to do. And you can, you've, you usually have a spot to come. Like look at Leon Haslam. Leon did it for years. Leon wrote a 598. Yeah. Well, the Shell Advanced NSR 500 and Michael Rudder talking about that bike. And he's like, yeah, the best day of my life was when I snapped that thing in half. I was like, okay. I guess the bike okay. was that bad. But, you know, Leon did it. He bounced around a world superbike and kept coming back and going forth and finally getting that BSB championship. But it's it's good. Yeah. It, there's, it's, difficult. it's difficult to say. It's, hard. it's harder now because unless you've got the money, you can't go to Europe. Like, unless you've got the money, in, even in England, you can't race. Yeah. I mean, half of our struggles this year have come from just, we just can't. We've had so many sponsors and we've just, we've put all of our money that we get from sponsors has gone, every single penny has gone into racing yeah. and it's still not enough. Like, and that's scary. Like, if I can't even race at British level, I'm meant to go any further. Yeah, it's, it's 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 crazy, and it's happening everywhere as well. It seems. Yeah, everybody's the having numbers, the same issues. The yeah. numbers we got told for a Twins Cup win for a Twins Cup championship hmm. was how do I, Chris? How do I put this politely? Um, you just say short. insane. Yeah. Oh really? When we go, when we kill the when we kill this, we'll tell you yeah. the number okay. we got told. Cool, like, that's fine. No, it's not these things that I want to let out there. Yeah, just out in the public, like for people that can understand. I'm not going to blast this out, but yeah. like it was, yeah. Crazy money. It, oh, it, it's yeah. You'll be it, people would be like, no fucking it's way. Bad. Yeah, it's it's yeah. bad. Okay, absolutely, it is. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So yeah, dude, it's Jack Hammersley, what's going on, Daryl Powerty, dude, Martin Adams, what is going on? You, Lizzie, do you know Martin? Um, Martin from the Clothing the King, the Clothing Kings. I can't see. I'm not close to my phone. Here you go. Hang on. Oh, he does. Um, the Clothing Jake King. Marshall. He does. Yes, he also makes yeah. my merch. Look, I got it right here on my hat. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Big shout yeah, out to we, him. We do. Um, God, we've got so many good sponsors on board. I mean, yeah. Oh, I've heard of him because he does uh, Jake's clothing as well, and obviously does yours. Um. And look, yeah. look who just called BT. What BT! is up? He well, says, you got my girl Lizzie. I love you. Yet. We, I need to, uh, we haven't met yet. Who? He, BT. He looks fun. Don't worry. We're, we're going to have B, BT on. He looks fun. Harry Cook, what is going on, mate? Dude, I'm so glad. Luke, Luke Hedger. We're having Luke Hedger on tomorrow at 3 p.m., which That's is. That's right. Yeah, which 3 p.m. our time. So it's uh, 10 o'clock. Yeah, ten o'clock of you guys' time. 10 o'clock, Luke, what? No, it's not ten three. No, it's eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Sorry. Yeah, eight o'clock. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Coming, yeah, coming up for that. Nikki Williams, what is going on? 
You know Nikki Williams? Nikki Williams. Uh, I, I probably do. Him and my Caden uh, uh, Wilkerson, uh, a mate of mine, they're, they're, they're good mates. No, I don't think I don't think I've I I record I do recognize the name, but I don't think I've. Yeah, he's he's proper. Yeah, I'm gonna be up. I, I'm gonna chat with him. I think Saturday. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think this Saturday, me and him's gonna do a little sit down video chat, talk shit about uh, motorcycles. Daryl, mate, bro, I'm in Roanoke, Virginia. Um, yep, that's where I'm based out of. Daryl, I'm out of Nashville, Tennessee. Yep, and he, he's in Nashville. I'm in Lincolnshire, England. That's where I'm ancestrally from. <laughs> we did. We literally we did the, the the ancestry thing, and I found out that's where my grandmother's side of the family's from. Really, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm Martin's from there, isn't he? Who? Sorry, I'm I'm from Lincolnshire. Yeah. yeah. North Lincolnshire. I'm okay. South. I'm. I'm well, like I'm gonna know what the difference is. <laughs> County. Okay. But yeah, he's from up there, and I'm down south. I'm bored. I'm bordering on, not really bordering on Cambridge, but Cambridgeshire, Peterborough is thirty minutes away. Okay. So yeah, we're sort of. I'm down the bottom end. Nice. So, Daryl says Scott Redding is not far from you at the moment. He's staying in winter in California, but he's doing a cycle not so. Yeah. Listen, Daryl, you, you already know I'm a huge fan of your son, Scott Redding. Um, I say it all the time. As Scott is proper fast, dude. When he won the BSB title, I was fucking ecstatic. Um, oh, it, dude, Scott, it was, I'm a big fan of Scott Redding, bro. It, yeah, huge fan of Scott Redding. Hey, hey, you two talk. Give me one second, okay? So, so Top Rack got to ride the BMW finally. Yes. Well, Did you see Top Rack also uh, blew up the BMW? Well, they, uh, hey, I've got something in common with him now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, he hasn't worked the stoppy point out yet on the BMW as well as he did on the Yamaha, but he'll get it. Thanks. He'll definitely right. get there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he said that he likes the power. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen a lot about what he said about it, but I have seen videos and – uh stuff circulating around here he did a track day at portamao i think algar yeah. mm-hmm. and um there's a video going around of he did a stop in the pit lane and no limits is a track day company obviously over yeah. here and it's a big no-no on stoppies and wheelies and as soon as he landed that stoppy a official walks over and starts trying to tell him off so I'm usually the official for do, if I'm not coaching, I'm that official on the pit lane that has to control all that for the track days. Yeah. So we have bag, the baggers cup here, right? Yeah. So, Seeing which that, yeah. they're hilarious. It's great fun. To, it's again, I tell everybody it's like watching Shaq shoot free throws, but it's a good time. <laughs> it's so, coming to BSB too. Me, y'all gonna have fun with that. Oh. It's a good time. Would you so, ride a badger, Lizzie? Would you oh, ride a badger? No, you're not. Absolutely not. Nah. You are not too small. So anyway, so the first time, the first time that we had one testing, it was like they were getting ready for the first race at Laguna, and Hayden Gillum, the guy that won the championship this year, he showed up on one, and I'm like, and I knew who it was. I just recognized him from the leathers, and this, he's on the, it's the same color as this thing, and I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm like, 
okay, cool. So he takes off and he's riding and everything. Then he comes out in the pit lane and he just hangs this thing on the back fender. Just rock, all, oh, all the way down the pit lane. He rides it all the way out of the pit lane and he sets it down and he goes off and does his session. I'm getting yelled at on the radio. You need to, he has to stop that. This, that, and the other. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll talk to him. So he comes in, he comes back out. And I stop him. I'm like, hey, I go, look, officially, I have to tell you to not do that again. Unofficially, I'm never going to say it again. They can yell at me all you want. Do whatever you want. Have fun, sir. <laughs> and like, he kept doing it and they kept yelling at me. I'm like, look, the guy's a pro rider. I'm not, I can't tell the guy no. I'm not going to okay? tell him no. Are no. you crazy? Yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry. This is the best part of the day. Right. Like, I'm not telling this guy to stop. Like, go. He's a professional. Like, there's a reason why there's a blown up GSXR 1000 in the back of the van because he just wadded it up and he's down here testing now. So, like, no, he yeah, gets paid to do this. Leave him alone. Obviously, <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not a pro rider, but at no limit. Come whenever on, I'm on a track, to a, a track day, I just I normally get away with murder. Well, see, it's everyone. All the officials are so nice to me, so I'm nice back. And sometimes we bring them cake because sometimes I don't oh. behave. We uh, the, it, it, my dad runs race control. My mom runs pit out, and um, Daryl. Yeah, absolutely. I would like to see Scott race until here in the states. Yeah. I just don't have to be twenty twenty six. He can do yeah. it now. Once he gets done, whenever he gets done with his BMW contract, if he doesn't want it, he can come race in the states tomorrow. Yes. But anyway, so dad runs race control. Mom runs pit out. So literally, we've got you know Hayden Gillum, JD Beach. Um, like a couple of really fast semi-pro guys, guys that have raced in Europe that show up, and the poor corner workers, the car, poor marshals there mostly do cars there. Because Daryl says I might be seeing you soon. Then proper come on with it. Forward to it. Absolutely. Come on with it. So they usually do cars, and they don't really understand the difference between a really fast advanced level rider and a pro rider. And it's just like, oh, oh God, here they're like they're this guy's passing too close. I'm like, that's JD. I need everyone to calm down. Mm. <laughs> like it's JD. Yeah. Like, Daniel showing up. Like it's like the proper factory Yamaha riders for flat track on R6s and R7s. And it's like right. everybody just chill out for a minute. These guys know what they're doing. The, everybody else is in the way. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. So anyway. Oh man. Yeah, we let him get away with everything. Yeah, Harry Cook says you have some really good American racers coming through. Yes, we're trying we to. Yes, We've we got do. some kids. We've got some children that were at the FIM Ovali Cup this year. Nathan and um, was it Ryder Davis? Is that who yep. it was? Yeah, yep. Nathan Goker and Ryder Davis. I've, I won't say I've raced Nathan. I'll say I've taken the the start with him. But yeah, he's ridiculous. Lee says hi, Lizzie. Hope you are well. Hi, Lee. How are you doing? I'm good. Listen, um, I'm so glad that it finally decided yeah. to go live on Facebook after all this time. Yeah, it's, it's good. Um, one person I do think that's coming through really well is Kayla Yakov. Yes. Um, I've been following Kayla for a long time, and she just she really puts faith in my head about women. Oh, yeah. Kayla She's is unreal, unreal. I have been watching that girl race since she was probably eight or nine years old. Like She's crazy. She crazy, is crazy. awesome. Aw, she's an amazing rider. Yes. She is wonderful and for everyone in the paddock. Yep. Literally will take time with anybody. Like 
I've got two goddaughters that I'm going to eventually get down there and let their like let them meet her and see everything. Mm -hmm. But that girl, she's wonderful on camera. She did like when she was hurt when she blew her knee out. She did like the paddock walk in between, like and you take the camera with you and you talk to all the riders. She was amazing. Yeah, she was. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to meet her. I almost met her once uh, when she was doing the Blue Crew. Yeah. Um, and we we missed out on the um, World Superbike round for some reason. I think I can't remember what it was. Um, and she was there, and I was like, "Oh, I should be there," and then never ended up going. So I was that close to meeting her. She is. Yeah, she seems she's such a per she seems such a personality. She's really got something. She is an something. absolute sweetheart. She is. She is mm -hmm. the nicest person in the like. She's one of the nicest people in the paddock, and she just landed an absolute. Cherry oh, yeah. ride, ride in the city, yeah, on that raw, yes, yes, the Ray Hall V2, yeah. So, so listen, real quick. Uh, the guys call me, they're actually gonna bring uh, my TV, they're on the way, but I'm gonna keep this going. We're, we're, we're just gonna continue doing this. So, when I say I'll be back in a second, I'm literally gonna go out there and let them drop the TV off, and I'll be, I'll be right back. But I have a Are question. Uh, uh, we actually have have a question. Um, Daryl uh, Powell wants to know. I want to ask you a question. What do you think about this women's race and World Superbikes for next year? That that series that 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 they have. The R seven. Um, I think the race in R sevens and R are they? They're all on Yamaha R seven. It's R seven. R sevens. I did yeah. some reading on that. Um, yeah, I mean, people who are making it happen. And they've worked really, really hard to make it happen. Um, it's going to be good. It'll be good for women. Um, I know a lot of people might kick up a fuss because uh, a few years ago, I was in a women's only race. And a lot of people, this is for charity, it's for Breast Cancer UK. Um, and a lot of people kicked up a fuss about, oh, why are you having a women's race? Like, surely they should just race with the men. That wasn't the idea of it, obviously, but I can see that of that happening again. Um, but I think it's going to be really good to not put women in their own category, but make it make it fair. I don't like to say this. It's gonna. It's just going to be very good. It's going to be very good for women in the sport as a whole. Um, the people behind the scenes seem to have worked very, very hard to make yeah. it happen. It's going to be really good. It will be really good. It'll be nice to see some females getting that opportunity because it doesn't always happen for the girls like i've have been not been victim to it but i've seen it happen i i know of people have had it happen to them it'll be nice to see girls getting their chance at top level you know what i mean yeah it, it's going to be very very good to see very refreshing i think yeah i, yeah. I personally think uh i mean listen I love women racers. I think you guys are just as fast as men are. I think that uh, I think it's good. I think it, it'll help more women easier easier get into the sport a, a little bit easier, maybe right? Yeah. Uh, because it's it, 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 it's just that category alone. But uh, the double edge to that I see is it kind of like puts you guys in just this one category where I hope it don't make it harder for you guys to to come out of that and get back into. Yeah. To to I racing think, with, with with the men, I don't know if that will happen um, because at the same time we're still racing. But I do see I I see what you mean. Of course I do. Um, Daryl, look, look, look. 
Go ahead, go ahead, Lizzie. We'll, um, listen. The World Milk Cross Championship women, just women. They should have a world superbike race just for women. And me and Scott would be interested in sponsoring somebody. If I'm honest, I'm all for it. Yep. Um. Oh no! Uh, Where'd you go? Ah! Ah! I've been paused. Hello. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've seen it done in in uh, women's motocross. Um, mm -hmm. It's a different discipline there um, because. Be the women and the boys together are just completely two extreme two extremities because you've got to be so physically fit and it's it's, it's on the grounds of physicality like women physically cannot be as strong as men like we can't do it and that is one of the biggest setbacks is i will always try my hardest to be as strong as the next man but it won't always happen because i just can't like i'm physically too small I'm five foot four, for God's sake. You're already talking about Batista. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 and Danny Perdosa, right? Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm, and as Danny Pedrosa. I'm as tall excuse me, I'm as tall as Danny Pedrosa. I am actually heavier than Danny Pedrosa. Um, because I got big muscly thighs. There you go. Um but yeah, um it's very interesting to see that now they've done it. I think perhaps there will be some kickoff. Um, There's always that. There's always going to be some of it, but you've got to think like sometimes it's needed. And for talent to really be shown of the women, because sometimes it gets drowned out by the men. I see it, I've seen it a few times. Yeah. Um, it's not, It's going to be nice to see to put women, talented women in the spotlight. Because they get the the equal opportunities that sort of we deserve, you know. So Daryl Daryl says I kind of disagree. Scott's girlfriend was full time world's women's motocross champion, and Scott is good on a motocross bike, and he struggled to stay with her. And if I want, she was fucking fast, and I mean fucking fast. It's I look at it like this: it it's going to bring a new different demographic, yeah, to a sport that has been dying for new eyes. Yes. for yes. 20 years yeah definitely like, the, the demographic i think it's good for the sport i think yeah. it, as a whole it's good for the motorcycle racing sport and community all together it's yeah. because what do like for people who have been on motorcycles since we were on in the womb like the argument has been we need more people on motorcycles well for god's yeah. sakes that there has been a, a half of the world's population has been ignored yeah. by motorcycle manufacturers by marketing groups by everything and guess what women are tired of it yeah, yeah. we've got the I we've got the race thing here it's just yeah like the some of the comments i've had before um especially being you know i don't exactly look like a girl let's be real um people come up to me and say and change their attitude because i've said i'm a girl it's it's very strange it hasn't happened a lot but it's happened right. um some of the, the attitude that women get it will be nice for women to be put in that light where we can then not respond to that attitude yeah. but we can then make our get our own back sort of thing um and yeah. get, like and then we've and the thing is as well as i think it will be quite in that championship it will be it will be quite refreshing to see that all the girls then come together I mean, we try to anyway. I mean, I've, I've not got, there's not a lot of girls. I mean, there's Charlotte, 
Scarlett, Jamie, Chloe, get everybody, Chloe, um, Lizzie Whitmore, me, um, <laughs> uh, Katie, Katie, uh, two Katies, Kate and Katie. Um, there's Jody. There's yep, Jody. Uh, there was there was Kayla. There was there's the lady on the sidecar ladies, Maria, Jenny. Yep, yep. We've all sort of magnetized towards one another and stuck together. And now I think when that championship comes around, you will see them girls then all sort of try and sort of glue and yeah. stand up to it sort of thing if something does occur, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I do, I do. So being a woman in, in, in road racing, Lizzie, have you ever had struggles with like men giving you a hard time because you're you're a racer, you're beating them out there on track? No, only my dad. <laughs> Well, he, he does that just because he has to. Okay. Yeah. That's part of the job description. Okay? I love it. Um, no, yeah, no, I've never. It's part really of the game, okay? <laughs> um, I've never really had anybody be nasty towards me at all. Um, it, it, it's sort of just. Uh, I've been very lucky because I do know of a few people. I won't name anyone, but I do know of a few people. Um, that have had people be nasty towards yeah. them because they're a girl beating oh Abs Thomas as well. I've just remembered Abs Thomas. Uh, there's just so many people I can't even. Um, I had another one in my head as well. I can't remember. Um, yeah, I've never had anyone be horrible towards me. And it at road racing, it's different. Everybody's nice to everyone, but it's nice. Um, for it's just nice. You know, it's nice for people to give you that sort of support, um, but I've never ever had anybody be nasty towards me personally. Um, maybe a bit of an attitude, weird attitude, but never nasty as such. You yeah, know? yeah, it's, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. Yeah, but that's it good. Could be a cultural thing too, yeah. just because motorcycles are so much more entrenched into daily life and daily commuting over in the UK than they are here. Because here in the states, it's it's a fun thing we do on the weekend. You know, the UK, yeah. it's, it's part of life. That's daily transportation. Yeah, you yeah. see them a lot. I mean, in the Peak District and stuff, um, they're everywhere. Yep, yeah, you go. Um, in the Yo, Peak District. Got, get out of here. We got this. Come on. <laughs> um, I did a award called the Duke of Edinburgh, and we yeah. did it in the Peak District. And they're everywhere. But that's because it's the Peak District, because it's nice yeah. to use and everything. But you see a bike every day. You will see one just commuting maybe not in the crappy yeah. weather because it's been really horrible here at the minute as usual because it's the uk um but no it is um honestly it's been snowing and everything um, oh God. you can have warnings, warnings all sorts um we got a flood warning from my house as well oh um, that's even more fun yeah um, but you see you see them all the time and i, I see on tiktok all the in america you see them like literally just having fun Oh, they don't God. really use it to go to and from or and if you no. do see them you get the, you get the sensible ones and they are commuting but it's like one in 500 oh do it. The, you said the sensible ones <laughs> they're not sensible they're just TikTok. When there's a cop around sort of thing. TikTok is the last thing you're going to see is anything sensible on a motorcycle on TikTok. Especially coming yeah. from the US so, I did know. see a video I don't know whether you but, saw it it circulated around um there was a guy riding along sensibly, but there'd already been a pack of bikers go through mm -hmm. before him. 
mm-hmm. and this guy runs out onto this main road and mm-hmm. like stands in the middle of the road and shoves mm-hmm. him off his bike, takes the key, mm-hmm. walks in his house, and his girlfriend mm-hmm. comes and gets him. Is like you've seen that. Mm-hmm. I think that, that that does that stuff happen all the time. Not as much as you'd think. I mean, granted, also like we all we've all done dumb things on the road. For those of us who, because granted, okay, I don't know how long the, the longest longest drive you have to get to a racetrack. For me to go to Circuit of Americas is 17 hours yeah that's the that's the mad thing about it is here my long yeah. my furthest circuit on the mainland uk because obviously there's northern ireland sure. as well yeah no it's probably not kill it's that's scotland. in scotland so yeah yeah so it's, i mean cadwell 40 maybe an hour i think it is yeah. for us and then netterton's maybe an hour half Anglesey six hours. Um, Knock Hill's about six to eight, depends on the roads or which way. So the longest the longest drive you've got is eight hours, pretty much. Yeah, I think so. I think what I okay. can remember. I've got friends yeah. that live here on the east coast, the east coast of the country, and they were doing Twins Cup. They were running Twins Cup and everything, and then they went to Laguna and the Ridge, and that's on the other side yeah. of the country. That's two days. That's crazy. That's absolutely mental. Eight hours. You go if you go if you drive to Texas and you're in Texas and you keep driving for eight hours, you're still in Texas. Yeah. I've never been to the US. I don't think I'll ever get to go because it's just. Oh no! You will figure a way to come over here. Don't start that. Yeah, no. I want to go Disney. I'm I'm one of the weird ones. I want to go Disney. Um, either one. You've got either. You've got one in the. No, there's two. You've got one in Florida and you've got one in California. Florida's a lot Florida's a lot easier of a flight from the UK. Because it's straight it's like straight in and Disney's bar. Straight down, yeah. 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 Literally. Um I'd like to I did a lot of stuff about America at school and I've always wanted to go. My mum's been to America. Um a lot of my friends have been. My friend has actually just come back from America. Um yeah. Yeah, it's just cra- that's crazy to me that your local circuit could be eight hours away. Yeah, my local the, my the closest the closest <laughs> racetrack I have to me that has any kind of competition on it. It's not a track they track is three and a half hours. So you know, I don't think my, my we'd be halfway across the UK in three and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> Yeah, for real. So That's look. Good. Daryl Powell has a question for you. It says, "I want to ask uh, Lizzie only hours a day. Do you do, do, do you train? So how many how many hours a day? I think he's asking. Do, do you train? At the minute, because of the way, because of my work, I work overnight. It's very tiring. Because I could get, I could if like I was to just restart from a rest day. So I have Sunday Mondays off. So uh, I normally go to the gym on a Monday at the minute. A Monday." A Monday, Wednesday, Sunday, and then wherever I can, if I have the the energy to do, because I'm so tired. Yeah. Like it's hard. It's sometimes most hard work. I do like heavy lifting and stuff in the day at what in, in night shifts at work. But I will go. I'll spend a good hour and a half working hard in the gym. I mean, I come. I, today was a bit weird because it was. I sort of went at the wrong time. You get all the school kids come in, walk from school and get in the gym, and it's like full of school kids and like just. Man, I'm trying to work. I'm actual athlete. I need to work, sort of right. thing. Right. Um, 
but back when I was at my going every single day, I'd spend maybe three hours in there doing full. I'll do full body every day. I did full body every day for three weeks. I then I after that when I had a, a mental burnout, I stood at my heaviest of that time. 50 kilograms, 51 kilograms, my heaviest. Now I've gone up a bit because I've put healthy weight on. I'm about 59, 60, if that. But I need to, I need to get that under control. But I will, I'll train hard for a good hour and a half. I mean, today I was only in for an hour. Um, but I do it, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go at least three times a week, if not more, where I can. Because I come in at one o'clock in the morning, I could, I might not get to sleep till half two. Yeah. And then yeah. I've got to get up at eight to go with my, I don't drive, by the way. I'm, I'm 19 and I don't drive. Um, I'll have to get up at eight o'clock in the morning, so, well, start probably six o'clock in the morning, to be ready to go with my mum to go to her work and then walk from her work at eight o'clock to the gym. And I just can't do it sometimes. That six yeah. hours sleep's not enough. Mm-mm. Nope. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. Six six hours is is, is kind of rough. And look, hey, Marsh. Marsh, yeah, my, my Hi, mate Jake. What is up, Jake? That's my dude right there. Hey, that profile picture that Jake's got. You know who took that photo? I'm probably gonna guess it was you. That's <laughs> I that you, you know what? I took a photo in the Isle of Man when I was there in 2020 on my friend's equipment. Um, of Richard Rawlings sat in FHO hospitality, yep. mm-hmm. it then went viral. Really? Good for you. I took that photo and I literally, I I posted it on social media and it got reposted by Gas Monkey and Richard Rawlings on my from my personal photography Instagram. He reposted it, he commented on it, he liked it, he messaged me, and I was like, "What is happening? I used to watch your show when I was a kid, and now you're yeah. texting me about my photo." But every like, I didn't understand how special it was. My team photographer, the, to- the guy that I co- borrowed the camera, my OMG team photographer last year, I showed... Something died. Something's just died, one of my AirPods. No, you're good. You're still here. No, you're good. Yeah? Okay. Um, yeah, my team, they were like, that's one of the best shots I've ever seen. And I'm like... Hey. I'm I'd rather be like... Camera, you know. <laughs> over skill every time. <laughs> um, yeah, I, t- I, uh, I do a bit of photography as well. I don't know if anybody else... I did some for Jacob. I didn't actually manage to get him a cad. I got some on track at Cadwell, but my camera that absolute had an absolute mare. I think I've got about two shots of him uh, before my camera decided. By the way, you don't have a memory card fitted, but I did. It just had a bit of a fit because it was cold. Um, yeah, I did some for Jacob Donington. Just some um, in paddock ones because I have to have a special license or some special like yeah. um, permission to go and do it on track. I didn't have it, so didn't fancy getting fined for something. I, uh, you know. Up uh, oh, your earbuds died, but it's okay. We'll wait for you. We'll wait for you, Daryl. Thank you so much for, yes, for thank tuning you, in, man. Can't wait to have you be- uh, tune in next time. Look, sorry, y'all. Uh, Lizzie's earbuds <laughs> died, so she has to change them out real quick. Yeah, dude, this is proper, man. Yeah. She's sitting there trying to figure. Oh no, she's on mute still. Ah! There we go. There you go. All right. Right. Uh, so, uh, Lizzie, we have another question from Sean. It says, "What is your goal as a racer?" 
Looks like he's on an RSV as well. <laughs> my goal as a racer is the Isle of Man TT. I want to be the fastest woman around the Isle of Man TT. Go get it, girl. Get it. And I, wanna, I, love I don't it. only want to be the fastest women. I want to be the fastest newcomer. Might not happen. Um, Just go get it. That's I'll it. try. Go um, get it. Glenn for that one. I'm, I've actually told Glenn I'm having your newcomer after you. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> I want to be the fastest woman. I want to be the youngest woman. I want to be the youngest. I want to be the fastest newcomer. And I want to have one at least. I want to. I've not told anybody this, but I want to actually maybe win each class. Not in the same year, but I want to win each class. There you go. Maybe not the sidecars. Because I don't, I have a sidecar pillion license, but this ET is a bit too much for my tiny little arms. So yeah, yeah, definitely. A lightweight, a, t um, a twin, a super sport, a super stock, and a super bike win under my belt. There you go. Go get it. That's it. That's it. Um, so when's the first time you're gonna be at the TT? Um, if I had it my way, it'd be next year. If I have to do it my dad's way, it'd be twenty when I'm twenty five. So another <laughs> six years. Um, but there's, as I said, the pl in the plans, there's plans planning for plans to be planned to be planned. There you go. Yeah, good. <laughs> there's things happening. There's things in place. We've got a nice road set, sort of good. a framework for it. We're gonna good work our way up slowly because it's it's like what Dom said to me. Like you can't rush that because it's so. You don't want to make a mistake. You don't want to go in thinking, oh, I know everything. And then you go there and you smash yourself up in the first lap. It's just, yeah. you need to know exactly what you're getting yourself into before yeah. you go. So, yeah, because there's, there's, yeah. there might be a small margin for error. Yeah. There's but no there's really not. No. <laughs> margin for error. There's no. none. Um, it, it's absolutely crazy. So Some of the conversations I've had with Dom is just, I've, <laughs> I've actually sat and cried because it's been just so intense like some of the conversations we've had to have. Um, it was when I told Dom, actually, that I was I was doing it. He was like, right, we need to have a chat. And I won't tell you all the stuff he said, because it's just a bit, it's very intense. I was yeah. 15, maybe? Yeah. Um, and it was like, you're right, yeah. I grew up very quickly. I grew up in an hour, sort of thing. Yeah. During that conversation. But it's, um, I won't say I don't understand now, but I will, I still have a lot to learn, a lot to learn before I go and jump myself into the TT. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. like I said, it's, it's on my bucket list and I can't wait to go. I, I watch it every year. It's unreal. I, I, if I'm not watching it, I've got it on radio, on Manx Radio. Yeah, me too. Um, I went in 2022 with OMG, best week of my life. It was amazing. I had so, so many funny moments from that week. It was just, oh God, unreal. Um, and then I actually, the first time I ever went to the Isle of Man was with my parents in 2016 before I went to secondary school, so high school. Um, my mum and dad took me for practice week. And um, yeah, that that was before I started racing. So I didn't appreciate it as much, I don't think. Right. But now, looking back, it was like, wow, okay. That's cool. I got to see that, and I'm now I'm seeing it again, and I'm going to actually do that now. That's the next step. That's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. So uh, when you was with OMG, uh, you know my good mate Dave Neal. Then, yeah, I love yeah, Dave. me too. David, 
Yeah, Daddy's they... daughter, Emily. I love them. Emily's the oh Emily and Dave. Spot on. Love Jennifer. Them both. I, I love them both. And Jen. Oh, Jen. Jen. Yes, I love Jen. them both. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jen. I do. I know I'm I'm actually working on getting Dave and Ben Curry on um at the same time. I think that would be yeah. a pretty good. Yeah, that would be dynamic good. Well, duo. I, I know uh I did a Bennett's day with Ben. I think it was Ben. Is that Cordero and Ben? Yeah, possibly. I think it was Ben Curry. I'm really bad with names. That's it's okay. Really bad with names. Um, Me too. Yeah, Sean. Sean says, uh, "Get as many laps around out of the season every year before you race at the TT or the Manix." Yes, I actually have a yeah. good buddy that that raced at the Manix too, Adam Bauer. Um, yeah, well, um, I think I, I I know I know Sean. Uh, I think we follow each other on Facebook. I don't think I've met you, Sean. Um, maybe in passing before uh, uh, NG possibly. Um, but my crew chief and my big brother as i call him uh, andrew fisher done the manx he did this he did the southern last year he's done um god he's done loads of things a lot of the people that i've accumulated around me my like support network is mainly manx and tt people so i've got dom i've got andrew um sam hasn't i don't know sam ward my he's like my my dad's friend he supports me and um we're good friends i don't think he's done it yet um, I don't know if he's done it yet. No, he did. He did all of his mount with me, so he wants to do it as well. Um, I know Pete uh, Hickey quite not quite well. We know each other, but he's been really good to me as well. Um, yeah, he's my dude. From what I understand, he's the nicest guy in the world. Oh, Peter, I, I met him. Yeah, Peter is. Yeah, he, him um, and his dad, absolute yeah, legends. Yeah, he yes. he fitted my um my kit to my bike before it was um. Because, you know, in the R3s, you have to fit a GYTR yeah. kit to make them competitive. Yeah. He fitted my kit before, because before um, the dawn of time, um, I didn't have it in my bike. And I was still going and ponying it and whatever. And so, and I had to really make a lot of work to get to do without it. So it's like, I got on it and it was like, what am I riding? <laughs> so, what, what is this thing? Yeah. A bit like the VFR, actually. Like, not as extreme, but sort of the same. <laughs> totally. Yeah, we can't make the R threes competitive here anymore. It's just we can't do it. It's all the it's the yeah, Z. It's the no, it's all the four hundreds, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Kayla had the. Did she have a four hundred? Yeah, she was on a four hundred for that, Kayla and then she was, was on. on. She did um, the R seven for Twins Cup, and that the team yeah. that she had with the Twins Cup had a kid on or had Adrian on an R three. Yeah. Yeah, and then. So. What's the other? Jack Roach rode the yep, Jack. Yamaha. Yep. Yeah. And then he went to a Kawasaki, I think. Mm -hmm. And then he went to Kawasaki here. Yeah. Um, Those little 400 so much fun. Michaela has a 400, doesn't she? Michaela, Michaela Moore. Michaela yeah. Moore, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, I've just come across Michaela, actually. She's she she looks... oh she's awesome yeah, she's yeah. Great. I, I met her and her mom out there in jersey and her brother i, I can't wait she she's another one that, that's going to be coming on that's uh yeah. yeah they're proper they're a lot of fun they're they're good yeah, i've just i've just come across her i couldn't remember her name for a and, second uh mallory um, dobbs is another one that's fast out here is mallory dobbs mallory does uh super hooligans which is just to put it my naked bikes with yeah. v twins yeah. and then she does that and then she does uh super sport yep, as super well sport, right yeah. okay Okay, yeah. She's fast on a hooligan bike. And then Chloe Mandrill, she's another one from yeah, over Chloe's here. Good. Yep, yeah. that, uh, Chloe's good. I've really heard good. of Chloe. I heard of Chloe. Um, I'm trying to think of the other people I know. Of, I don't know. The only people I know are American girls, really. So like, okay. 
Yeah. And Kayla no, is a beast. I know Jack because he rode in my class. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know if Liam Liam McDonald didn't ride a four hundred. I don't think he did. I don't think he did either. I don't think he no. did. I met I met Liam at uh, MotoGP when I was there for Day of Champions when I was with OMG in twenty twenty two. I did Day of Champions there. I met yeah. the whole MotoGP grid. It was the best weekend of my life ever, oh, ever. God. Right? That's I, the I, best. Honestly, I thought I was going to be sick when I saw Alicia Spargo. I stood there shaking. <laughs> it happens. It happens. And, um, this is a funny one. Um, all the Honda boys started walking towards me. So it was Taka and Alex. And uh, how do you say his name? The Which one? Boss. Yuchio Cecchinello. Oh, yeah. Check it out. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, He's um, guy, right? no it's Alberto Puj. Uh, no. No, 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 not Alberto Puj. It, it was definitely Cho Cecchinello. Okay. Um, I think. I think that's his name. Um, And the Honda boys started walking towards me. And I asked Lucio Cecchinello, can I have a photo with you guys? And he went to take the photo. And I was thinking in the back of my brain, I know I need to have you in it because I, I know you. Your face is really famous, but I don't know your name. So I said, no, no, come in the photo. And one of the yeah. um, Honda ladies took it for me. And I was sent all through the day. I was sending them to my dad. And my dad pulled up that Honda photo. And he was like, WTF, oh, my God, you just met this. And I was like, I knew that was somebody important. I'm so proud of myself. That's proper, right? <laughs> I got one like that where it wrote and Atlanta. I like, I think I've got... Oh, no, I took it down. I just I got a signed photo of Takenakagami because I, yeah. I like Taka as well. Um. I was so happy with myself that I got that photo of you two checking because I know my dad would have gone mental if I hadn't have done it. Yeah. I just knew his face. I knew his face. And I was like, if I don't get a photo with you, somebody's going to kick off. Oh, God. But somebody's going to be was... mad. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll oh, be moving out, packing my bags and moving. There'll be some uproar <laughs> in the house. <laughs> That's hilarious. I kind of had something like that happen at Road Atlanta. We were sitting there hanging out. And we've got, we're the only Honda on the grid for Stock 1000, pretty much. We've got all the Honda stuff and, like, literally Honda, like, Fox and Honda Easy Ups, and it's all connected to the motor. It's crazy setup, right? So we're sitting there hanging out a lot of the, because Honda Power Sports US is in Atlanta. So mm -hmm. all the sales reps and everything that are working in the office are over and all that. And we're sitting there hanging out. We're all talking. And all of a sudden, these two Japanese men walk up. And we're like, he's like oh and we're all lined up we're trying to get in hey and he goes no i'll take a picture so i'm like okay cool so i hand really nice japanese man my phone he takes a couple of pictures and then he walks in and i'm like i'll talk to topol one of the guys i'm like who is that he goes oh that's the new head of honda power sports us <laughs> and i'm sitting there going what wait what excuse me yeah right <laughs> the head of the company he goes oh yeah over everything <laughs> I was just like, Oh my god! <gasps> and so it was happened to me before, and I can't remember who I was who I was talking to. But I was talking to them as if I had literally no idea who they were because I didn't have a clue. Sure. Um, and I walked away. Told myself, "I was like, what's up?" And he was like, "Do you know who that was?" I was like, "No," and I can't remember who it was. I'll tell. I'll get my dad to tell me who it was, <laughs> and then I'll message you yep. the story, Chris, and you can tell right. the story in the next I podcast. because yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Um, the thing is, as famous people, I'll just quickly touch on, I don't really 
if somebody well known is there, I'm just like, oh yeah, sound cool, because they're just another person to yeah. me. Unless it's unless it's Alicia Spargo attacking at a guy, <laughs> yeah. That's different, um, because I you know, but. I used to like when I wasn't racing. I didn't really appreciate the fact that these were just people. Like I've met, I'd met Jamie Whitham before, um, before actually knowing him. Um, like he's on a picture on my wall. Like I, my dad, had, he's been on telly and all this lot, and I idolised him before I raced. And then I, when I started racing, it all just—I didn't not look up to them. I was just like, okay, it's just a rider, because I had to sort of, you know, you got to respect the fact that that person is. Yeah. You know, yeah, it does what you do. Um, so when I did a Jamie Whitton track day, I had to really suppress the the fangirl vibes and sort of sit there and not freak out that Jamie Whitton, the guy that's been on my wall since I was six years old, is sat right in front of me. Yeah, I also <laughs> freaked the hell out when he was like, "Oh yeah, take my phone number." I was like inside, internally screaming. <laughs> but it's like it's crazy because. Yeah, watched him. I've idolised him my whole life, and then there he is. And now, one of the he's one of the nicest people I've ever met. If I've got, if I need some help with something, I go to Jamie, and I'm like, "What do you think of that?" Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, sound." And then it, okay, cool. That's what Jamie thinks. So, so it's a done nice. deal. That's it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's, then it's nice. It's nice like that because it's just yeah. Lux, That's awesome, Lux. Lizzie. Well, I, yeah. I feel like you, uh, when it comes to podcasts, and when I'm sitting down chatting with people like you and all the guests I've had on, I, I got to turn my fanboyish uh, off, and it's hard sometimes. It really is. It's so I'm trust me. Special, man. Oh, oh, come on now. Listen, I, I told you when we first met. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> what an honor it, it is. It is. It's been so. Yeah, an absolute honor. But listen, man, we've two hours and thirty minutes. I, think this, I gotta yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is our longest podcast. I, I, I think we had. So uh, we're, we're gonna end. That's it the longest you and I have done. Yes, yeah, for sure. But uh, listen, b- before we get off here, uh, obviously YouTube can stay on for a minute when we end. Yeah. It, but Lizzie. Tell everybody how they can get in touch with you, how they can follow you on social media, support you. Uh, do, do you have a club, Lizzie Whitmore, yet? So, yeah. So, we normally run this thing called Club 34. Um, we haven't relaunched really it just yet because we haven't sort of figured out what's going on with us. But it, um, in the future, in soon, it will be relaunched. Um, it's just a called Club 34. You donate £34. Uh, you get your name. This is how it worked last year, so I'm just going to go off of how it's gonna, might work this year. Your name will go onto a list that will go into a raffle draw for um, this year. It was tickets, hat, uh, a tickets first place, hat for second, and a mug for third. Not sure how it's going to work this year. We're still figuring it out, but that's the whole sort of gist of it. Um, you'll get monthly personal updates via email. And uh, you'll get sent a goodie bag with um, wristbands and stickers and a signed photo from me. Um, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and uh, I think I've missed one, but um, all of them. Generically <laughs> search on any platform, Lissy Whitmore Racing or Lissy Whitmore 34. My name will come up um, and you'll know it's me. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh oh I do have a website. It's not it's being I'm reworking it at the minute. I've just not got a laptop to do it on at the minute because it's a bit broken. But um yeah, that's how you can follow me. Um 
that's that. There you go. <laughs> I love it. She said, that's that. Look, Peter Marsh says Lizzie needs her own podcast. Pete, that's funny you should say that because I actually went through this idea with one of my mates um, about doing our own podcast just on a Skype, recording a Skype thing. But then you just get so sucked into buying all the microphones and the cameras and then going and traveling and stuff. And it's like, I don't have time. Yeah. I don't have the money to so, do that. So, my boss but, actually bought my microphone, and I use my laptop in in in, in these, and, and, and that's it. So I don't have a special camera, but I could probably. I'm sort of. I'm it, sat yeah. at my unit desk unit thing in my chair that's meant to be over there with a mirror light shining at me, and you know I'd go too far with it, sort of thing. I'd get a full setup and a curved monitor and cameras and microphones, yeah, because I think I need it. And then if it doesn't take off, I've got all this stuff. And I'm like, don't know what to do with it now. <laughs> but you never know. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll get one started. Maybe Jake can co-host it with me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, and then Martin Adams says, the Clothing Kings wish you all the best for 2024, man. Martin's uh, proper. Thank you very yeah. much. Thank you. Absolutely. So, Daniel, do you have anything to say b before we get off here? Not really. Just uh, yeah, we'll hang out. I'm, I, remind me to tell you the number that you oh, heard yeah, from. We will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we Mind that. Yeah, no, you're good. So I do. Obviously, I do. Listen, I, there's a couple things I want to say. Is thank you for everybody that always watches and tune in and, and supports Pin the Gas podcast. It means the world to me. It really does. Uh, big shout out to my man uh, Robert Lackey from Bison Leathers. So if anybody out there in America or over there in, in the UK wants a set of custom leathers by some of the best people in the world, and what an honor it is to be their friends in this short lifetime. My microphone is so sensitive it just got off. Reach out to Robert Lackey and 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 his wife Tasha Lackey at Bison and get you fitted in a custom race leather suit. Big shout out to my man uh, Jake Marsh and Peter Marsh. Uh, I have nothing but love for them. They they run pin the gas on on their bikes and in their in their team wear and it's just it's simply amazing. You guys made my year. I say this all the time. Thank you guys so much. Again. Um, Thanks to Peter and, and, and Jake Marsh. Uh, my man, Martin from the Clothing King podcast. You already know I love you so much. You are so proper. So if anybody wants any clothing made, I don't care if you play basketball, soccer, or you just want a cool shirt made, right, or anything, reach out to, to Martin. He will take care of you. If you want any pin to gas merch, reach out to him. He'll take care of you too. Uh, if you don't know how to get in touch with them, it is theclothingkings.co.uk. And he'll he'll get you properly square, squared away. And if anybody wants to uh, do a track day or, or get on the track, seek out seek out Jane at California Superbike School. Co. Uk. They are some of the best people in the world. They will get you straight, and you'll have the best fun you ever had in your life on two wheels, right? But yeah, that's it. Listen. Guys, I appreciate all this. Sorry about the delay between Facebook and, and being live. I, I'm not sure what really happened with that. It's the first time it happened, but I'm glad it got sorted out. And this episode will be out on Spotify, iHeart, Boom Play, Google, all the all the, all that good stuff. Uh, and you guys already know where to you can follow us at, right? Facebook, Twitter, X, all, all that, everything Lizzie just said. That's where you can find us too, right? I want to say thank you to, to Daniel Shoemake. What an honor it is. And, of course, my special guest and long time in coming, Lizzie Whitmore. 
thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been in the. This is probably you've beat my record for the longest podcast. BT is going to be on you now. BT was my longest podcast, the last one I did. So he's going to be back on it now. We've got to find two and a bit out, almost three hours to talk about loads of stuff. BT, I'm going to tell you right now. That's it. Tuesday, it's going to get bad. <laughs> I we got coming Tuesday. It's gonna be bad. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna, you know what? He's gonna text me in a minute. Right, we gotta do this next week. <laughs> yeah, right. Listen, BT challenge accepted, baby. Yes, challenge accepted. I'm, get, I'm not trying to give one of these David shows seven hour podcasts. We ain't doing this. Yeah, I'm right. Well, it, 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 Jesus loves you. We ain't doing that. <laughs> just take naps. But like, yeah, go and take a nap, and then when he comes back, I, I'll, I'll take a little nap. But yes, Dude, listen, yeah. everybody, I appreciate everybody watching and, and stay tuned tomorrow because i got a, another special guest luke hedger uh bsb i'm super excited about luke I, I know you tuned in well on mate i appreciate it and uh yeah thank you so much my man daniel lizzie whitmore i'm christian show simcoe until next time see you guys later bye